a podcast with Mo. What up and welcome to the first episode of a podcast with Mo. Uh, this is the spiritual successor of the Pow Wow with Mo podcast. Um, that podcast, I would have loved to keep going forever. Unfortunately, Pow Wow is moving, so we have had to change directions. But hopefully he will still be on this when he is able, and I'll be joined by other co-hosts. I already have a handful that we have planned on being on. This week, we're going to be joined by Snappy, talk about a lot of random stuff, which is going to be pretty much the theme of how this podcast goes. And then at the end of the pod, we're going to be joined by Pow Wow, who's going to come on mainly to talk about Big Brother, and we're going to do a top five favorite superhero movies. So if you're curious of this podcast moving forward, we're mainly going to talk about current events, news, politics, video games, TV, movies, sports, any other random ideas or topics that pop in my head that I write down on my phone. Uh, that's kind of what I want to do. I understand I have a horrible name for the podcast, hard to find, so please let anyone know if you enjoy it. And I have a very wide net of what we're going to talk about, which apparently is rule number one of what not to do for a successful podcast. Um, but hopefully you like it, you stick with it. Uh, again, coming up, we got Snappy and Pow Wow. Thanks to them again for being on the podcast. And uh, like, subscribe, all of that. Uh, if you want to email us, our podcast email is apodcastwithmo at gmail.com. And uh, send in any questions or topic ideas, and we would love to read them on the air. Thanks. Right, and we are joined by Snappy on the first episode of A Podcast with Mo, which is a very clever name. It took a lot of creativity to come up with. It took you like two weeks, at least. Well, it was honestly the first name I had, except I had the instead of A, and then I used to rap with the name A to the Mo, and so I was like, well, A Podcast with Mo is kind of similar to my rap name, so this that's what I went with, in my head anyway. And Sounds then good. You're going to be on... A lot of weeks. I know, like, next week I'm going to try to have Dom and Wyatt on is the plan. We're going to see what happens. But my history with podcasting is not everyone's normally available, so hopefully you will be. And then your last name is also the same as mine, where my nickname Mo comes from. So you're kind of part of the title. I've been called Mo uh, several times, once yeah, or twice. I figured. Um, the origin of my nickname, Mo, and I've always thought this was good because no one called me this until my senior year of high school. And everyone called me Mosier. That's my last name, right? And I'm sure right. you as well. Uh, you got Moiser, whatever they wanted to say. Right. Uh, my friend Bryce called me Mosier uh, for some reason. And they everyone think, else they called They think me, we're French. Right. And everyone else called me Mosier. And then I started smoking weed in my senior year of high school. And then this one dude, Preston, who moved in that year and we became friends, was started calling me Big Mo when we were high. Only when we were high. And then... I was like, cool. So all my stoner friends called me Mo, but no one else. So it was like, cool, like only with my stoner friend thing. And then I went to get a tattoo, and they misspelled our last name on my leg. <laughs> um, and then I was like, well, fuck. And Did then, they freehand it? Yeah. He goes, oh, can I freehand it? I go, sure. And then I I was just zoned out, right? Like, I have it done. And then I looked at it, and I didn't freak out. I was just, I looked in the mirror, and I said, dude, it looks badass, but you misspelled my name. Like, I was pretty calm. My mom was there. Today, my mom learned I smoke cigarettes. Because after that, I go, Mom, can you go across the street and give me cigarettes, please? And she was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I need a fucking cigarette. They just misspelled my name. And 
the first tattoo didn't hurt right when they first did it. I mean, it hurt a little bit because it's a tattoo, but it wasn't that bad. But then instantly they're like, well, we need to cover it. And then when they went over what they just did was really fucking painful. Um, for I bet for whatever reason. And I ended up telling them to leave Mo, the M-O part. I go, well, some of my friends call me Mo, so leave that, but you can cover up the rest that you misspelled. And then after that, I basically just started telling people, like in the fraternity when I pledge, everyone called me Mo then right. and stuff. And his eyes had a tattoo, and I was like, well, I got to commit now. See, and as many times as our name has been misspelled in my life, I would never let anyone freehand my last name on me. I didn't think about it, because to me, he had my paper with my name right in front of it, and... But I give uh, bill collectors and SSI, I give them the same thing, and I even spell it out loud. I know. I do, too, as well. Uh, My wife, actually, a couple weekends ago didn't, and I was like, you got to spell this last name. It's hard. (laughs) Yeah, because you tell them your name, and they're like, I'm not finding you. I'm like, because I automatically walk up. I'm like, Eric Moser, M-O-I-S-E-R. Right. And they're like, okay. And they still can't find out. I'm like, M-O-I-S-E-R. I don't even wait for them to ask. Yeah. Like, just top again, but the way I'm saying it. So, yeah, that's how I started being called Mo, and it's really stuck with me. And I think it's cool because my last name wasn't even Mosier when I was born. So it's like there's a whole other life where I could not be called Mo in another dimension, but uh, that is the way I'm known. Sometimes I uh, some coaches called me Emo in oh, high school. I can see that. Because they had Demo and Emo. I mean, that's one of the goofy coaches came up with. Right. I could see that for and sure. And it really stuck. I didn't really like it because, you know, the whole Emo movement. Right. I mean, you know, I, I loved using – that whole emo thing in like rap songs, right? Like if I'm a sad, I'm like I'm emo because like they would play into my whole mo thing, right? Um, but anyway, so that was totally off track. But every week, I'm um, kind of on the thing, you know, we'll do our normal. Uh, I want to kind of make it where each co-host or guest we have, we kind of go to what they want to talk about. I know me and you kind of talk about some news and politics a little bit, a little sports here and there. So I'm sure me and you'll cover a little bit of everything. Um, but anything you want to bring up first? I do have a. State question, 796 and 797 petitions, and I have read them. I signed them. I have signed them as well. Yep. So if you're in Pontotoc County, uh, look me up on Facebook, and uh, I'll get with you. Yeah. Um, or, and this is early, but you can also write into a podcast with Mo at gmail.com, oh. and we can get you uh, some info I can to get, get a hold of you. Info, so. I have read them front to back. Right. So um, basically one, and I'm going to paraphrase here because I haven't read them as detail as you, One's basically a recreational, to get recreation on a ballot. That is 797, yes. That's 797. And the other one is to make a Oklahoma Cannabis Coalition, which would be in charge of regulating it as opposed to making the, letting the health department do it. Right, we're trying to take it out of the government's hands. Right. But, I mean, wouldn't the Cannabis Coalition be kind of a government organization? Okay. It would become one? You would think so. Right. I mean, as of right now, they're acting like they're taking away from the government, but I really haven't looked into who's running right. the I mean, uh, cannabis coalition. I just know a lot of times uh, a lot of the things that are correct about the conservative sort of side is that the government does waste a lot of money through a lot of special interest groups and things that get money that just us normal people don't realize we're paying taxes to support. Right. Uh, so I could easily see this coming real quick to someone that's like, I'm going to pay a lot of money to just be at the top of this organization and do nothing. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, we'll see no, because when rules and regulations, they're trying to have like people. Now, I'm not saying that's worse than what would happen with the Department of Health. I mean, I'm they're sure trying to have people ways. in there that know what they're talking about. People right. that's familiar with marijuana and hemp. Right. There's nothing um, worse than arguing with someone who's never smoked pot that it's not crack. They literally think you're high for three months. Right. It's weird. It's very weird. Uh, the misconceptions. I'm going to fry your brain. And it's your brain. It's your brain on drugs. 
yeah, the eggs. I remember it all. Uh, so one thing I wanted to bring up that kind of happened recently is the permit patty story. That's kind of the nickname of it, right? So basically, and this is also somewhat weed-related uh, in a way, this woman who happened to work for like a weed company has since been fired, um, white woman, because that's important to this particular story, calls the cops on a little black girl selling water. And... Messed up. Right. And I, I think the girl's mother was with her or whatever. And, you know, I'm sure she didn't have a license or a permit. You know, we got to let the government know. I just, my first thought was you work for a marijuana industry and you're going to be like, they don't, they're not regulated to sell that water. I feel like you wouldn't be a snitch in that scenario, but she was. And then I'm sure there's a part to do with it being, actually, I don't know if there's a part of it being racist. Everyone pitches it as it being racist, but we don't know if that little girl was white, if this woman wouldn't be just as much of a cunt about it. She could just be like that. I mean, I'm thinking the way she reacted. I think uh, it didn't matter what the color was. Right. So uh, The video I watched. Right. And I know a lot of people, that's what they're going to pitch it as. And I'm sure there's a chance that was the case. I'm not denying that that's a possibility. But we just don't know because we all we know is that woman was kind of cunt. But then she came out and was like, well, it was a f- I didn't actually call. It was fake. And then that, she got more heat for that because they were like, oh, so you pretended to call the cops on a little black girl when you know how the black community feels about police and how they're you know, fearful of, of them. And I'm like, yeah, that makes it even worse almost that you pretended, but then it came out, the 911 recording was released and she actually did call the cops. So she yeah, lied. Didn't like, they hang up on her? 911 hung up on Permit Patty. Um, I just think it's crazy. And I know a lot of stuff are coming out where people like, I saw a recent story where a guy called the cops on a black woman who was trying to use the community pool who lived in the community and he's like, well, show me your ID or I'm going to call the cops. And it's like, is it that big of a deal if she swims in the pool? Even if she didn't live there, and maybe you are real protective, but it's like, and it seems like in that neighborhood there weren't many black people, so you would know if there was like this one black family that lived. Like you, I know you, in my you town, you would know each one of them, right? In my hometown, there was like you know three or four black families or whatever in the, my small town, uh, but you knew everyone, and if you saw one, you weren't like, I wonder who that is. You're like, oh, that's so and so. What is His the population of Warica? It was 3,000 people when I was growing up, but it's, it's bigger than I thought. It's lower than to 2,000 now. Wow. I think it's at 1,900 now. Everyone's trying to get the hell out. Yeah, smartly. Now, the ones that aren't, aren't making good choices. And I apologize <laughs> if you're one of the ones still there. Um, I've tried to convince my parents to move all the time. And I'm just like, just move. Like, I don't even want y'all to live by me, but I would take it because y'all, I don't understand why y'all live there. But I think my parents would love to live by like Sulphur, Davis area. I think that's what they need to do. Yeah, but your dad would still have to be out in the woods. Yeah, well, he needs to be somewhere by a lake. You know, he loves right. lakes and all that and fishing, which I, I, I need to go fishing. I didn't go last year at all, and I haven't went this year yet, and I'm like, fuck. It's crazy. I we went, went When we long. went camping, my 15-year-old was slaying them. Nobody else was. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. One of my favorite things is whenever you're the only one catching fish. So, like, the last time, maybe not the last time, but one time me and Powell and my dad all went fishing, and they didn't catch anything, and I caught, like, eight fish, and we were trolling, yeah. and I was like, talking shit like the my whole son. time i mean he was catching it like you know like he caught like four in a row and before they stopped biting you know right but still he would just catch them throwing you know throwing back because we wouldn't catch enough we had too many people but right um yeah i really enjoy fishing my grandpa is like a huge fisherman my dad loves fishing um i'm sure you i fish. love fishing our whole family uh on our side are pretty much enjoy it uh also another thing that came up in my household this week not a huge argument but a small argument between me and my wife Watch a YouTube video of a woman at a bowling alley, and she goes to throw the bowling ball, and she hits a TV that is above the lanes. So they put the TVs kind of above the lanes. 
And my first thought was, well, that's the bowling alley's fault. That woman has nothing to feel bad about. And right. then my wife's like, oh, I think she'd feel bad. And I go, well, who who do you think has to pay for that? And then I don't think my wife thought the woman would have to pay. But she was like, I think you would feel guilty like you think you'd have to. I was like, fuck that. They put the TV where it was able to be hit by a bowling ball. So that's on them. How high did she throw the bowling ball? 11 feet. How the fuck do you throw the bowling Look ball like that high in the probably air. got stuck, and it released above her head. Like, she threw, and it went, like, released above her head and flew kind of at an angle. And it was great. Yeah, but the bowling alley would utterly be responsible for that. That's what I thought, I too. mean, there would be an incident report, and if it was less than her deductible, then they'd just buy now, the TV. they could probably ban her, though, right? You don't have to serve people that... I don't think she intentionally did it, or did she? What if your religion was TV, and you felt like she, you know, disrespected your religion, so you didn't have to value her business? Well, if you're running a business, surely you can go get a $400 nice TV from Walmart. Probably. Probably right. right. I actually saw one that's a 55-inch TV 4K for $289 right now, and it's so hard not to be like... Well, there you go, and he's a business owner, so surely he wouldn't be without his love. Right. I assume. But anyway, I thought that was crazy. Um, also, someone's me and you brought up, and I haven't read anything about it, but Scarlett Johansson is facing some backlash about she's going to play a transgendered man, like a man who became a woman, that I'm is, guessing. That is correct. And people are pissed about it. The transgender community wanted those roles. I did look it up. There's a couple of transgender that was actually, you know, transgender for a while. Right. They have played in some movies, and they're the ones making these comments. Um, well, from what I've seen. Right. I understand. I mean, I, I, mean, I pulled it up, and it had all these comments, and it just kept going. Well, I just feel like in acting, when you're playing a character and you're acting, they, you don't, the person playing doesn't have to be that thing. Like, I know, you it's acting. a straight person playing a gay person, a gay person playing a straight person. I don't think that's an issue. You're not ever like, no, gay man, you can't play a straight person because you're gay. So get the fuck out of here. Come back when we have gay roles. You know what I mean? Like, you don't do that. So why would you be like, straight person can't play the transgender role? And I even understand that. That was my first thought when I read they the story. They want opportunities, and I get it, but it's like, I saw like a thing recently where there's a transgender supermodel or outer something like that. I don't know if they're super but a model, right? And it's a man who's now a woman, or was a man, now a woman, and looks really attractive. And I have no problem with it. And people are getting mad about that. That's not a real woman. And it's like, that's not the point of modeling. You're showing off the product or whatever it is. Like, I don't have a problem with this. And I, I think people can make the same argument they're making about the movie to say, we only want real women, not transgendered women. So I just think it's a slippery slope to start so, demanding shit. So here was the comment. Trace Lassette, I don't know who she is. Maybe the person off of Orange is the New Black. That's my only thought of transgender actor I know. Oh, word. So you can continue to play us, but we can't play y'all. Hollywood is so fucked. See, I think they can play them, though. I mean, but that's, that, that, that's how the comment started, and even John Lovitz got in on it. Right. So there just kept being comments about it. I, don't, I just think uh, a lot of people wouldn't have a problem with someone playing I kind of think that's the whole point of acting. You're trying to sell a role that you normally wouldn't be in. Right. I mean, do you think they have to get Vikings to fucking play in the movies? I mean, seriously. I mean, technically, we don't even know what the Egyptians look like, and we make all kinds of movies about Egyptians. Right. Did you know we don't know what they look like? No. We assume they look like 
Persians because Persia eventually invaded that area and overtook it. Right. But we actually don't know because we don't know who lived there before the Persians invaded. Or we knew we know the Egyptians lived there, but we don't know what they look like because we don't have pictures or whatever. So like they could have been super dark, or they could have looked like white people, or they could have looked like Persians. I don't think anyone really knows. I wonder if it was uh... aliens. Um, also, something that I was very, very tickled at is I enjoy Alex Jones Infowars, but not in the way of like I believe him. And I know even people get mad that I say I find it entertaining. Like I think it's hilarious the shit he says because I know he's making it up and he's just trying to like ignite his fan base, right? To get eight hundred and twenty thousand followers, this guy has. Yeah, you looked it up right after I, I was did. talking about him. Yeah, and like so, he came up with this thing where like Dannon was releasing chemicals from their plants that were turning the frogs gay, and then like <laughs> people make a lot of memes about him, right? Or right. then He's... like Dannon actually I think sued him, and he had to apologize eventually. So and then YouTube because he he claims the Sandy Hook shooting was a hoax, and those are all child actors and shit, and those parents aren't really grieving. And then until finally those parents started marking his videos on YouTube and trying to assume. So now he won't. He acts like he never said it. So, and he's been right about some stuff. Like he has this whole Bohemian Grove thing he was right about back in the day. I think he said some 9-11 shit that makes a little sense. So I think out of his like a thousand hits on something, one time he says something that's kind of cool. Um, but I find him humorous. Like I, find- I did try to look up the video about the Civil War and every link I clicked on, the sound wouldn't come on. Oh, that sucked. It yeah, was like so a 20-minute anyway. video. He was just sitting there. I could see him talking. And I'm like... Messing with my phone. I got a brand new phone, so it's not my phone. Right. That is crazy. Well, he might have removed the audio because everyone's hating on it. So anyway, what happened was Alex Jones claimed the liberals and the Democrats were going to launch a civil war on July 4th. I, I read it, but I and, couldn't hear what he, what he was saying. I mean, that was funny enough as it was, right? Just that whole idea. Because, I mean, honestly, if we're being honest, the liberals and Democrats, I don't think are the fighting top in general. So I don't think they would be the ones to start the civil war. Um but in a passive-aggressive way, they maybe. could. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of melodramatic comments and shit. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so on July 4th, all these hilarious... Because liberals win the meme war. They just do. We can have this argument all day. Liberals are better at memes than conservatives at the moment. They, they grew just, up with more computers. They, they, exactly. Liberals are coming strong well, nowadays. Honestly, that's what people don't get. Like, I'm a little older than the really... Like, I'm like the first like year or two of millennial. Like, I'm not like yes. a real millennial. And... The younger millennials than me, y'all don't want to fuck with them on the internet. Like, old people want to be like, let's take this to the internet. No, you don't, Marco Rubio. You don't want to say shit on the internet. No, you do not. These are going to roast you. That's, you just don't get it. I mean, they just sit there and do research on their phones for <laughs> hours. Right. So, anyway, I found all this great. So, the, the liberal Democrat civil war, of course, didn't happen. But people started posting funny memes of like, dearest mother, on my way to war today, a woman flipped me the devil's finger. And like... Just mimicking it in Civil War quotes. It's like, but like it was the today. second day we took the battle of, right. of uh, we all met at Home Depot and didn't know what to do with it. Right. right. And we're like, the we battlefield are. is Chick-fil-A. We yeah. will meet at noon. And like, it's so great. Um, so that was what I did actually on 4th of July. I didn't watch any fireworks or care about any of that. But I did read memes about the pretend Civil War. I went down to my mom's on the 4th of July, and uh, me and my brother set off some kick-ass fireworks show, we thought. Dude, as a kid, set a couple I, of fires. I loved 4th of July. It was probably my favorite holiday as a kid. Uh, my grandpa and uncle would uh, make, like, rockets out of cans. It's like they would take, like, you know, 16-ounce cans or whatever. I don't fucking know what size cans are anymore. But they would take those, cut off the ends, put fucking gasoline in them, 
to hatch a few. They would make like a fucking two foot tall rocket that would shoot up in the air, and it was awesome to watch. Right. But they would just like start taking apart fireworks, and they're like, "Oh, that's what we did as kids," and they like made their own. And I'm like, "Fuck, it's a whole different world. We're just over here popping shit or whatever." Uh, I know because you was part of the technology generation. They didn't. They was too poor to have technology, so they. Yeah. That's totally true. Fucking with shit. That is totally true. But I love Fourth of July. But I, honestly, I haven't bought fireworks. I bought some a couple years ago whenever Powwow went with me to Warica and we went to the lake and, and did some there. Well, we bought a few, but my brother goes all out. So I uh, saw some of the some you posted. It looked <laughs> like basically like a porn. It did. I was like, what the hell you got over there? Right, well, it looked like literally the cover to a porn video. Like you would buy like an old porn. Right. porn it's shop a bottoms up. It's, yeah, it's called bottoms up. And I was like, what the fuck does that do with fireworks? <laughs> <laughs> it's like two bitches and it says bottoms up on it. I don't Maybe bitches is offensive. I'll try to stop it, but it's that rap line. Oh, but so. what did happen on July 4th, Therese Patricia Okamu, part no of the, that uh, is, that's a name. Oh. That's this lady that climbed on the Statue of Liberty. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. part of, uh, she was there protesting uh, the kids, you know. Uh, Didn't she have illegal. a shirt that said white supremacy is terrorism? She had some kind of shirt that she was waving, but she was part of a group of like seven, the Rise and Resist movement. Okay. And uh, I guess she broke off by herself and climbed up on the uh, Statue of Liberty, you know, on a copper mess, right. whatever. It took them three hours to get her down. They had to evacuate the whole island. Which is crazy because she didn't look that high from the pictures I saw. But right. maybe those were early pictures. I don't know how far she made it. I mean, so at that point, it's no longer a peaceful p- protest if people have to stop business functions. I think it's still peaceful. She didn't hurt nobody. And they didn't have to shut well, shit that, down. That, they could have left it open. That bitch was on the side of a statue. She wasn't hurting nobody. Yeah. But anyway, she was doing it for all the uh, illegal immigration. Right. Well, and we like to use the word illegal. I think it's weird we have this whole legal and illegal thing. I think it's so weird. It's a weird concept. It's like, if to do it legally, they need $10,000 and to wait five years. It's kind of weird. Like, if you wanted to move to another country... Do you have ten grand and can wait five years? And no. we live in the wealthiest country on earth. That's they like, live in places that suck. Ain't no way they got money for that shit. This lady here is part of the uh, Republic of Congo. Cool movie, the Congo, when I was a kid. It scared <laughs> the shit out of me, those fucking gorillas. I mean, if it's so bad over here, go back. It's not. But she's thinking other people, it is bad for them, and she would love them to have the opportunity she has. Again, I uh, just think, well, and me and Rusty, um, who I brought up on the previous podcast... Uh, he talked to me this week, and I I completely agree, and it makes me seem like nothing I say matters. Of like, it doesn't really affect me. And if you said tomorrow, like, well, we're closing all the borders down, it probably wouldn't affect my life much. Besides the fact I wouldn't get fruits and vegetables because we wouldn't have people to do it anymore, or any of the other jobs that white people are too fucking lazy to do that they can't ever get. And then we got Trump wanting seventy six new imported employees for Mar-a-Lago when he's over hating on immigrants, and he's asking anyway. We're not lazy. We just want a fair wage. And they would as well, but we don't. Actually, they don't even care. They're like, we'll take whatever we fucking get because we want it. We want it more than y'all do. I'm just saying they work harder. But me and Rusty, through our conversation on text, I think I've just come to agreement, and I could be wrong. I could be speaking for him here. Of, I think, at least what I got to, is I think that as soon as they walk across the border, instead of giving them shit, you hand them a card, and you're like, go get a job. You got two months. When you start making money, we're going to take money from your wage. We're going to tax you like anyone else. I agree. I don't see what's so weird about that. And then people are like, well, they take all your welfare. And it's like, no, they don't have a social security card. If they're illegal, they get paid under the table, probably shitty wages, but either way, it's not getting taxed. And I think it's, I don't, 
a lot of people, like a lot of business owners that we think are going to save America, they're the ones fucking supporting all the illegal immigrant workers. I've been in said situations. Right. In the same kitchen, you know, that guy got paid cash. I was supposed to be, you know, basically number one. You know, I suppose I made more on paper. Right. But I got taxed and I ended up bringing home less than that guy did. Exactly. Or, it sucked. And I just remember, like, when I was 14, and you actually worked here as well when you were younger, uh, where I grew up, there's a watermelon fields around in Cantaloupe Fields, and a lot of people worked there in the summer. And so when I was 14, I worked in a watermelon field for a week until they moved me to the shed. And that one week, me and my friend Jonathan were the only white people in the fields. Everyone else was Mexican, uh, which isn't bad at all. They were great at doing their job. And then I was basically fired for being white at the end of the week. Well, not fired, because they transferred me, basically, where they said, when these boys were... When they were boys in Mexico, they threw watermelons for fun. When you were a boy, you watched Mickey Mouse. <laughs> and I looked at the guy because I was like 14. I go, am I fired because I'm white? <laughs> like just immediately. And he was like, uh, no, no, no. I, I'm friends with your dad. We're going to get you in the shed. And I was like, all right. So they put all the white. And when I went there, it was that's where it was. All the white people worked in the shed boxing the watermelons. And that's, I mean, was that all racist? Maybe. But it seemed to work for them, at least where we were at, right? And that's, you know, but I don't know how much those Mexican dudes made, but they were like bust in from Mexico. Like before that season, they didn't live in America. They were like, oh, when I was fighting chickens down in Mexico last week, and then they're like, now I'm here. I'll work this for a couple months and then go back. And you're like, huh. And you know who didn't make that decision? Them. You know who made the decision? The Wadu who owns all those farms. It's like it had. Like, I don't think they were the ones that were like, let's sneak over there for this job. Those guys probably sought them out, I would think, right? And be like, hey. hey they got to call from Pablo up the streets like, hey, man, watermelons are ripe. <laughs> right, just let them know. <laughs> Melons are ripe, and you got three buses show up the next day. But honestly, because of that job, I I can barely eat watermelons now because they were so good. So like, when you're working a 16-hour day in a watermelon field picking them, and then they're like, all right, break time. You just take a watermelon and break it open and eat it. Right. And it's so good in that scenario because we also did the seedless ones was what we were picking. And it's like you can just eat all you want. It's so, like, delicious. You're so dehydrated and tired that now when I get a normal watermelon, especially if it's not seedless, I'll eat it. And I'm like, so not I have the time, time I get the watermelons at the store or whatever, they're just not ripe. They're not sweet. They're Yeah. They, well, I remember our – It's almost like oh, that part between the good part and the rind, kind of that looks like watered-down Kool-Aid. Yeah. I mean, almost the – I'll them at Walmart like that. The yeah. whole the whole well, they just Yeah, they picked them way too early. Um, but I remember our grandpa Harvey when I was a young kid. He always ate orange watermelons. And as a kid, I loved them. But now as like an adult, I've tried them. And I was like, this is the most disgusting shit I've ever had. It's all sweet and mushy and I'm not a fan of it. I just went with cantaloupe for the orange. See, I've never ate cantaloupe in my life. It's delicious. And it's because I love watermelon, and everyone kind of just told me, well, you like one or the other. And no. so I just never tried cantaloupe. Th that, that is untrue. My wife loves both, so I know it's not true. But Cantaloupe, you put a little salt on it. It smells weird, mm. though. It smells a little weird to me. Well, when you first bite into it, I mean, it's a te it might be a texture thing. You might not like it. It's kind of stiff and kind of soft. Kind of stiff <laughs> and kind of soft. That is what she said. So, all right, one other. I'm going to make a couple other things. I guess, but I love Donald Glover or Childish Gambino, rapper dude, right? right. I'm, not, I'm sure you're not familiar with a lot of his work, but I'm a big fan of his. I like him a lot. I feel like he's a great artist. His videos are great and all that. And he blew up uh, recently with the This Is America video. And something, and I'm only going to bring it up because it ruined it for me, and I want to ruin it for anyone else. 
who listens to the podcast. So this is America's Great, but he more or less stole that song from a song called American Pharaoh. I don't remember who the artist is off the top of my head, but look up the song American Pharaoh if you've heard This Is America, and you will tell they ganked the beat. They basically stole the content, the whole idea of the song. Now, I will say Donald Glover's version's better. I think it's better produced. It's a little better song probably. But once I heard that, it is hard for me as someone who has written music before to not be like, yeah, you should have given that guy credit. You should have shouted. You should have done something here instead of acting like that was all At you. At least listed him on the Right. Deal. I think you got to do something there. So anyway, even though I love him, I have to at least call out that I'm very disappointed in this news of that song after I learned about it. Okay, you know who Jasmine Michelle is, right? I don't think the so. Black lady, she's on a bunch of talk show hosts. It's usually the sport. I think like Jasmine, or she used to work there. Till... I, mean, I know there's Carrie Champion, Sage Still. What say she? It was like a couple years ago. Uh, okay, but anyways, she's a. Uh, it was a post in a meme. It says so. AB News has suggested that parents put something important in the back seat of their car to help them not forget their kids. Are you kidding me? Something important. Yeah, I mean, kids aren't that important. So, and are you really? I mean, you're the human rights activist over I know, here. I've seen. I have seen a lot of comments recently on facebook you know people sharing memes of don't forget about your kids in the back seat and i'm like what i don't have kids so i don't understand it i know if i have my dog i've never even for a second been like oh i forgot my dogs in the back of my car never so i'm pretty sure i would know but i'm not a parent so i can't say for sure that i wouldn't forget but i would like to think these, are these parents that are so lazy they don't want to make two trips and they get in there and probably have an animal, and then they go, squirrel. I think, I think it's a little deeper than that. I think, um, and I thought this for a while, back when email and computers were first pitched in like the 80s, the idea behind everyone's mind was, well, what we do in a 40-hour work week now, we can do in 20 hours because of technology. So we're going to, in the future, like their prediction in the 80s, we're in the future, we're only going to work half as much because we'll get the same work done. But that didn't happen. Instead, we worked as much, but they wanted twice as much production. And that kind of happens in all technology. So, for instance, your cell phone, now with our awesome smartphones, I bet you're always checking it. Whereas in back when the old Nokia brick phone, it didn't, give a, it didn't matter. I, I, leave, didn't, I didn't mess with it unless it rang. Right. I leave that motherfucker at home for three hours and just forget it wasn't even a thing. Right now, if I went to work and forgot my phone, I'm like, oh, my fucking God. And I'm, like, pissed all day, right? It's like it was supposed to make our lives easier, but it just hasn't. It's made it more stressful. It feels it makes you feel like you have to do more. Like, I feel like at my, like right now, that I have to do something every hour of the day. Like, I'm like, well, I got five hours for today. I guess I need to, well, I'll work on a beat, I guess. And then uh, I need to do the intro for the podcast. And then I'm like, well, for the next two hours, I'm going to get a, some objectives in, in Fortnite. Not just play it to have fun, but I need to get these objectives. It's like everything has to be so task oriented. And I think it's because computers have programmed us. To be like that, at least for me. Yeah, I'm not like that. I can just sit around and do nothing. I, I'm not going to lie about it. I, it's very rare for me these days to be able to just sit and do nothing, especially when I'm like... Everyone in my, everyone else in my house is moving, just not me. Well, that's good. Well, again, you have kids, so there's probably a different I mean, world. It's like it's like sitting back and watching entertainment. You just watch, and you watch the mom and the kids, and they just argue and bicker back and forth. And I just kind of sit there, and if I raise my voice, everything goes silent. Right. I get my and way, I think and another on. part of it is because I don't have kids and I look at all my friends that do and I'm like, they don't have time. I have all this time. 
I need to do something productive. And like I said, I've gotten really into making beats the last few weeks, so I'm like... Now, during school, they do keep you freaking busy. Yeah, I'm There's sure. something almost every night. Yeah, she would suck. Every time I hear stories about things that happen with kids, I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I don't have any. There's very rare... T- very rare that the I will see The only problem I'm having right now is my seven-year-old refuses to quit talking. Yeah, he's a talker. Even when sure. he gets in trouble. Even if he's getting in trouble while he's getting in trouble, he's going to finish his sentence. He does not care. He's got to get it out. If he has something to say, it's got to come out. Well, I would think a belt could help, but I don't know what y'all... I mean, I'm not trying to tell you how to raise your kid, but I would assume me, if someone kept that, I'd be like, all right, fuck, I'll quit. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can... I can make him stop, but my wife, not so much. Right. I am, but sometimes I have to get really freaking mad. Yeah. And I hate trying to do that. I mean, that's just too much for me. I just, I'm not trying to run my whole day, you know. I feel you. All right, the last thing I had on my uh, list here, and then if, uh, you know, you have anything else, we can bring it up, um, is South Korea, I notice, are having protests that are anti-immigration protests. And I and I brought up Canada last week on the old podcast, right? That had a similar thing about this whole catch-up scenario. And I just find it fascinating because we we hear a lot uh, through media and different stuff that well, our country is the only one that does this, this, or this. And it's like, that's not true. Everyone's as they pissed as us at some place, right? So South Korea, I right know they're having protests if they don't want to let refugees in from, I want to say it was like Lebanon or something, they don't want to let refugees in. They're like, well, they're not real refugees. They don't really need help. They're just trying to take advantage of our system. And you watch it, and you're like, yeah, they're, they're the same. Like, we have they have the same factions we have, and all these countries do. And for us to act like we're the only ones with problems, and it does seem like that to me. Like, the people are like, America's all fucked up all the time, and we kind of are, but I just think everyone is, right? I guess. Like, no one know, has this shit figured out. Maybe Australia, because yeah. they're an island. And motherfuckers can't get there unless you swim or flying or whatever. So See, I want to go to Australia, and I don't at the same time. Because they got fucking terrifying animals? Terrifying. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. I hate reptiles, I've decided. Oh, I lived with someone. I live with powwow. I don't hate them, but I don't love them. I don't trust them. They, they look in their eye, man. They're a different species, for sure. I feel like mammals, because we're all mammals, like we're mammals, so we see a dog or an elephant even, and you feel like this connection. You're like, yeah. We're all warm-blooded, got the same fucking shit, basically. Kinda We're just like shaking. different. I feel elephant was a fat joke. No, I mean, I'm <laughs> fat as can be, but elephants are all smart. They can paint all kinds of shit besides be fat. Um, and they're almost the coolest part in Jungle Book. So I, I hold them pretty high steam. But, like, reptiles are just not. They're cold-blooded. You're like, they'll fucking kill your ass if they want. Like, a snake don't give a fuck about you. Pamela owns snakes. And we would live with them, and he'd, like, take it out to pet it. I'm like, that fucking snake does not know that you're a thing, and that, it lo- that you love it or Yeah, whatever. he probably snuggled with it. What it was really doing was uh, seeing how, how much room it needed to create in its stomach. Right. It was just like, hmm, what? where do I cut off what cord here to make this thing die? Um, and it's cool if you like them. It's just weird to me. I'm like, I don't know. About Man, uh, I do think reptiles are cool. I just wouldn't want to own one. Me and my first roommate in college, we had this little thing. If a piece of tape was on the door, it means they had a girl in there okay. in the room. He told me for sure his girl wasn't coming home, so I got dropped off at the dorm. You know, I was drunk. I went to the door, went to stick my key in, and there's a damn piece of tape on the door. And I'm like, shit. So I go out in the lobby and I pass out one of the older senior classmen. They was like, dude, man, you can't stay out here. You know, they'll arrest your public drunk. He goes in there. You know, he had an extra bed. He had one of them single dorms. So right. I laid down in there and I'll be damned if he didn't fucking set this python right at the foot of my bed. How, How much you could have pythons in the dorms? 
Uh, dude, just had a big old fucking snake. There's all crazy. kinds of stuff. You, you weren't supposed to grow weed in your dorm either, but you did. Oh, not me. I got kicked out of dorm in one month, so I didn't make it too long. Oh, okay. But I also had a single room. Oh, I got kicked out. That yeah. sucked. I, I laid awake all night, drunk as hell, just looking like, hell no. Yeah, uh, my only scary moment with the snake is when Pow Wow took it to the vet and didn't tell me. And I went around the house with a taser because that's all I had looking <laughs> for it. And then he showed back up. I was like, oh, yeah, I took it to the vet. And I was like, you got me oh, curious fuck. as hell if a taser would work on a snake. I know. I don't know if it would, but it's what I had. <laughs> D squared actually gave me a taser when I was when we were pledging. He brought it in during our week and goes, here, play with this this week. And we just started tasing each other, right? Because that's what you do. Right. And somehow I got left with it after it was all said and done. So I was my weapon of choice. You know, you can tase spider bots and it kind of stops it from spreading. Really? Yeah. That's good to know. I have a little flashlight taser. My wife has it. It's like a flashlight, but it also has a little taser button where it's like a taser where the light's at. Mm-hmm. So I'll try to keep it around if I get bit by a spider. I did read a little bit on a tariff deal, but we uh, don't have to get into it. I don't know how much time uh, we got. No, we got some time. I mean, the plan is Powell's going to come on for a little bit, but who knows how long it lasts, whatever. Um, but yeah, the tariffs, I think it's interesting uh, I guess the only part I'm interested in is what's going to happen, of course, because I think everyone is. as like, is this going to work or not? But for us to be like, we need to do it to protect our interests, blah, blah, blah. And then we, and like, the Trump supporters, I will say, his base, will be like, fuck yeah, we agree. And then there are other countries like, okay, well, we're going to have to attack you on this shit right. to counter it. And then we're like, well, that's fucking stupid. Why would they do it? That's not in our best interest. Goes, yeah, but it's in theirs. They don't give a fuck about why. It's like people can't wrap their head around this shit. I don't, I don't understand why we need so many products from China. Because um, over the last 40 years, we've shipped every factory in America to China because they cost like a penny an hour to fucking pay. And then now China has all the factories. Plus, they have See, all the minerals. If we, they if make we're gonna all get the other plastics. Pe- if we're going to get in other people's countries, you need to get in that shit. I agree. I mean, come All he on. wants a military that, base. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and but, honestly, it's too but, far. You wouldn't. You would never buy an iPhone made in America. Shit would cost you eight grand. It'd be like a fucking car. They made that shit because they fucking mine that shit for cheap from peasants. They go to the mines and mine the silicone and shit for their phones. And that's why they even make them there is because the materials are cheaper and they don't have to ship them over. And then they pay people nothing to make them. They're just that, that's how we solve the world peace. We get involved in their labor laws. Yeah, like hey, make them pay minimum wage and have an age limit. Maybe. Oh, my goodness. That, but, that would put a hurt. But then again, no one would own an iPhone because it would be as much as a car. I mean, you would, but you'd be paying on it for years. It would be some crazy, like, $400 okay. a month payment. Well, anyways, the reason why I brought this up, because the, the article I read, it said uh, the Trump ter- Trump China tariffs and 500 words or less. Right. And it was a little bit before the podcast. I'm like, all right, I got some time. I'm scrolling through it. And the three imports that it said, you know, if we get in a big old trade war and everything stops for a moment, it was worried about lobsters, automobiles, and soybeans. So is that, mm-hmm. does that mean we're not going to have McDonald's? Right. So basically, yeah, here's the thing. Um, soybeans, apparently most American farmers, not a lot of American farmers, because they can't make money on other crops anymore, uh, grow soybeans in the Midwest. So a lot of these Trump supporters and people that voted for Trump grow soybeans. And now China has basically told their citizens, their rice farmers and all that shit, right, that they have. They have a lot of agricultural land. They've told them to stop growing whenever they are and switch to soybeans because fuck America, we're not buying their soybeans anymore. And I know currently there is a a boat going across the Pacific trying to race to China before some certain deadline before the tariffs hit or else China said they're not buying them. And then these farmers are going to be stuck with fucking like 
200 tons of soybeans they can't get rid of because China eats a lot more soy than us. So it is going to hurt a lot of Trump supporters and also the automobiles. Like, I'm sure you've seen a lot of the Harley Davidson shit. Yeah. Now, I will say um, a good friend of mine has a Harley. It did not vote for Trump. So for Trump to say all everyone who voted for him is the heart. Like they're the exact same fan base isn't exactly correct, but I'm sure there is a lot of crossover, but it's like they're going to have to put tariffs on shit because that's the only thing America makes is automobiles. And of course, they're going to tax it. And so Trump's like, well, fuck them. Harley Davidson shouldn't move. They should stay here. It's like they're going to have to do what they have to do to make money. And a lot of people I know say they've been overpriced for years and overproducing. So it might be even more than the tariffs. that's going to hurt them. Yeah, but the lobsters, that's like a delicacy to me. It's like, right. that's something I have twice a year. Cause, you I've know, never had lobster. Uh, it is delicious. That's what I hear. I want to try it for sure. It is a pain in the ass to eat, really? but it's delicious. Well, It's not as bad as What crab. I find interesting about lobster, and always, or since I've learned this fact, it's always stuck with me, is during the Revolutionary War, there was like a prison ship they kept in New York City Harbor or whatever, um, where they kept basically all the revolutionary prisoners that the British captured, and they put them on the ship. And at that time period, lobster was considered a shit food. It's like it was the very bottom, low rung. They catch it and they'll feed it to you because no one else wants to fucking eat it. And so the prisoners, right? The prisoners on the ship during the Revolutionary War were fed lobster as like punishment because it was shit food. But now we are like, fuck lobsters, top line, main dish, and it's just because no, someone forgot to cook. Who fucking cares if we don't have lobster? Do without. Right, I agree. But then again, we don't live on the coast and we don't get good seafood here. Like I hate the beach, but I love going only for. I've been at the beach. I've had their food. I mean, it is delicious. It's great. But I could fucking do without to get a better. I mean, again, to get a better tax deal and to get a better something for me, I would do without. Right. See, and I don't know if this is. I think it is only going to hurt us people buying shit. I don't think it's going to hurt anyone's bottom dollar that's super rich. I do think, and this is my problem with Trump in general, is I think most of what he's doing is to help the super elite rich. And I just am so like flabbergasted that his base is like, it's to help us small people. And I'm like, what has he ever done to prove that? Like, so he, he could. I could be completely wrong. I'll be the first Man, to admit My checks it. are about an extra twenty five a week. Mine aren't any different. Uh, mine's a, I'm making at least a hundred dollars more. Well, that's cool. A month. Yeah. Uh I didn't see much change on mine, but also got a new job like around the same right. time as all but so it's harder for me to really compare. Um we'll see that. But I did see where him threatening to pull out of OPEC is gonna lower oil prices. So I do think some of his strategies may work. Mm-hmm. We're just going to – I'm just have to see. I, I think he will win another term. I think he's going to be there eight years for a couple – one, everyone is. I think Jimmy – or the first George Bush didn't and Jimmy Carter didn't. But in general, almost every president wins their second term. Right. It's pretty rare for that not to happen. Um, And I think there's not a Democrat that could step up and beat him currently. They're going to have to find a better ca- candidate. Right now, their, their main candidates were still Hillary, Bernie Sanders – and someone else I didn't know. I really like the new chick from the Bronx that won like a Congress. She's going to be in the election. She's from Queens, or she's representing Queens and Bronx in New York, and she'll be in Congress. She calls herself a Democratic Socialist. Me personally, I would never put socialist in my title because it has a lot of weight to it. For instance, the Nazis are not socialism, by the way. Like a lot of people think they're socialists, but they're fascists. So there's a difference. But they called their party the nazi democratic socialist party or whatever like they put the word social in their name because it was to trick voters into voting for them even though they weren't so now people now are like socialist nazis it's like well it's not quite accurate or whatever but 
I just wouldn't use that word if it's me today in politics because there is a lot of baggage, even if you think it means government helping people. It'll be offensive to somebody in today's age. Right, like even if what you have is all great shit, it's not a good word. Like Bernie Sanders, I don't think, ever said anything that was like uh, a negative, like a bad thing. But the word socialism has a lot of negative connotations, so people are just like, I don't know about all that. I think he said a lot of shit that isn't possible, but I think he had a good heart about it. Right. Whatever. Um, Until he got bought out. I, I mean, he got screwed for sure. And then they were like, well, Bought you keep out. throwing a fit or we'll pay you money and you can shut up or we'll kill you because I'm Hillary Clinton. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Several people did show up dead. Just... Yeah, and it always happens. Um, I think, I'm sure if anyone's watched Homeland, and I'm sure a lot of people out there have, you will think every murder in a political world was set up by someone because you're like, fuck yeah, they could do that shit. Look how easy it was on Homeland for them to pull it off. Even though I know it's a TV show, I feel like it's real life. I did watch uh, one show you told me to watch this week. Which Glow. one? Oh, yeah. Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Yeah, I finished catching up on season one and made it into season two. I so. was really surprised by the Russian accent she uh, Dude, pulled off. She, like, I, first off, I really like Alison Brie a lot, like, in anything she's ever been in. She's one of my favorite actresses. But when she starts going on her, like, Russian, like, in Soviet Russia, blah, 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 I fucking lose it, dude. I crack up. When I she's start like, laughing. I mean, it crack. I mean, because... Yeah. You could tell it's a, she's acting, but it's like that's coming from her, you know. It, right, it's pretty funny. Well, and I like um, I like when actors or actresses play actors or actresses, like because they have to be, they're acting, acting, right? Right, they have so, to like, be two have, different people. Right, so like they'll Three? sometimes have to be shitty, like they have to act like they're shitty at acting. Right, and it's like, fuck, that's weird to do. Um, but yeah, I really love Glow. Um, I like every character. For I the just most uh, finished uh, the first season. I really like uh, the welfare queen. Or whatever. That I was like, pretty funny. That was a nice little twist at the end. Yeah. Well, and with her, the welfare queen uh, actress, she actually was a wrestler, and then got into acting through this show. And I only looked that up because in one part of season one, when I was rewatching it, I saw her do the little slot into the ring. Yeah. I mean, this woman's a big woman. I'm not trying. Hey. I, I seen that too. And I was like, what the fuck? That was agile as shit. And I looked it up, and she used to actually be a real wrestler. So I was okay. like, okay, that's how she's so like actually good at it. I mean, within. Uh... That first tag team match came out on her first show. That was hilarious because oh, nobody K-K-K-K-K. nobody knew that those two they were supposed to be two little old ladies. Yeah. It was supposed to be their gig, uh, and they the come out bitties. and they come out in little uh, sheets, dressed as the KKK <laughs> against this black one, and the crowd's like, "What?" But then they all get into it, and, you know. Right. So well, it, it does a lot of good job, I think, of showing the backside of wrestling, and. Their show turns out really good. There's, If you're interested, on Netflix, they also have a documentary of the real glow, like the real thing that existed that they based this on. I haven't watched it, but I'm sure eventually I will. Um, but yeah, season two, I like. I forgot how much drama there was between the two main girls. I, I forgot about all their drama when I in between really? watching. I was like, oh shit, yeah, that's a uh, whole part about you for, this. You forgot about that test on the counter there, did you? I know, but all about that. And so when I came, I was like, oh yeah, that's crazy. Um, but anyway, so if you haven't watched Glow, I just think it's really good and i don't think it goes i think mark maron's hilarious because he's always coked out and mean and my wife always is like he's too mean how do you lock him and i'm like i don't know i just fucking enjoy it we'll it be cracks like, me up yeah he just but he is an asshole but i don't know glow really good so any chance you watched big brother i intended to but i did not i told my wife about it last night so i think we'll probably try to at least get sunday during the week it's kind of hard Okay, and again, I have CBS All Access. I know it is possible for you to log in. I have CBS on cable one. Oh, can believe. you uh, DVR? I mean, I'm sure you do, but like, if you could watch old episodes or not. No, I don't have a DVR. 
DVR. Oh, so anyway, if I, you can I log skip in, by. I feel you. I don't either. Um, I just have a Roku's, which I know everyone's like. That's what we have. Yeah, so you can get I like, actually I got a smart TV and in the bedrooms Roku's. Right, and it's built in. Um, so on the Roku, you can get the CBS All Access app. And I can log into it and you can watch. Actually, if you wanted to catch up on it, I'm totally down to do that because we're gonna try to powwow on and talk about Big Brother. We'll see if he makes it on this first episode or not. But that's the plan here. But all right, so that'd be uh, really next week or the week after you'll be back, and I'm sure we'll talk about some shit then. And I know you have a little. There's a little game. Fiction game. You're there's a little game I want to play because Aaron's real big on researching memes and stuff. If I share something fake, he's probably one of the first ones to call me on it. Sometimes, sometimes I don't I mean, want to get involved, but. And uh, so I'm going to come up with these. I'm going to look for these memes that, that are going to be popular, and I'm going to read them off. And uh, he's going like three to five. He's going to tell me if they're real or fake. Yeah, you know, of course we're I'm going to do research on them. And but. honestly, for this podcast, I would love to do more like segments, like. For like I rant a lot, but if like I could get to where like every week I have like one thing I really want to rant about, and I can name it. Like some what st- really grinds your gears? Yeah, yeah. Basically, I'm gonna steal the whole Peter Griffin thing. Uh, like I think segments could be cool, or like if say you had one for every time you're on, we'll have a certain one. Uh, like I said, next week this is the plan, and I don't even want to talk about it. But I'm going to because I think letting people behind the scenes is fun on the podcast. Plan on having Wyatt, who's never been on a podcast with me before. We're not real close or whatever, but I think we have some interest. And he's a super liberal, and so I think he'll have a lot of uh, opinions, right? That'll right. at least keep it keep us going. I kind of personally want to talk to different people because, for instance, I love Joe Rogan's podcast, and he has Ari Shafir on, who's like a stand up comedian who I really love, and they just shoot the shit. And the next episode's Ted Nugent, who's like fucking crazy ass Ted Nugent. They don't agree necessarily, but they have a good podcast together because right. they're like. Oh, we'll hear what the fuck you talk about. And I'm pretty good at getting along with whatever. So Ted Nugent's freaking awesome. He's good on guitars, and I guarantee he's really good bow hunting. <laughs> I just think him on Fox News, he likes, uh, and this will lead me into my last little point I'll get into. When he was talking on Joe Rogan's podcast, he has this whole idea of who the liberals are. He's like, well, it's the liberals doing this, this, and this to our nation. And then I'm, and I had this epiphany of like, okay, so. The conservatives have a caricature of what the liberal is, right? Like the certain person that they imagine as a liberal. And then the liberals, they have a caricature idea of who the conservative person is. They usually is. have skinny jeans on. Right. So the liberal would be like a skinny jeans wearing uh, no prescription glasses, but they still wear the glasses. And then they're going to tell you, you know, why you need to save the environment by not hunting, even though the animals would probably overcrowd. Right? Like, like they're going to have like all these points that I personally feel like I could debate with them and we could come to an understanding. So I guess that's why I like liberals a little more. Whereas in my caricature of a conservative is more of like, I'll just pull a gun and not listen because I'm stubborn and I, the Bible told me so. And I can't get along with those people as easily. So therefore, I normally, I think, align with liberals, even though I think both are dumb. Right. And then, like, I was telling you this yesterday and you were like, yeah, I think I just get along with the other ones better. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I really, if it come down to, like, me hanging out with a liberal or... Uh, right wing, I guess. Right. I would probably lean more towards the right wing because, you know, if they're being obnoxious, hell, I could be obnoxious. I've been obnoxious. Right. And uh, I could just I could just laugh about it, but the liberals, they won't let shit go. Yeah, and I like to debate, so I think I, I mean, they want to keep that. on. When I'm done talking about something, it's fucking over. Let me walk away, cool down, and come back, and we might readdress it. But if you keep on me, keep on me, I'm just going to blow up and act like a dumb redneck. Yeah, that's the problem with conservatives. Dumb rednecks. No. Well, there you go. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, that's all we got with you this week. And all right, so we'll if they know show, back. holler at me. All right, will do, man. All right.
All right, and we are back, and we are joined by Pow Wow. What's up, guys? And I'm glad you're on the first podcast, because you know the last podcast was our podcast. That's right. So I'm glad you're at least on this one, uh, to keep it going spiritually. Trying And to. first thing I was going to ask you to do is I have a new email called apodcastwithmo at gmail.com. And since you've done all the old ones, if you could do like one good one of that, and I'll just cut it and keep it for the future. The podcast with Mo? No, a podcast. Oh, a podcast with Mo. Very important out there, guys. Okay. All right. So the email to write in is a podcast with Mo. That is a T H. Hold on. I am a little drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Powell had a barbecue today and drank yeah. all day. <laughs> I drank a little too much. All right. So we'll go. And, and I didn't drive, by the way. We'll just go take there. two, and it's a podcast a with Mo. Podcast with Mo. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. <laughs> All right. So, um, only a couple things uh, to go over here with you, but um, I'm going to like to have at least two people on each week if I can pull it off. So, the first thing I was going to ask you about I'm sure you saw Trump is in campaign rally mode. Like right. hardcore, sir. Like no one told him he's still president. <laughs> he doesn't have to keep campaigning. Like you're, you don't have to complain about the government. You want to know why? Because you're the president. Then fucking do it. Yeah. Like you can go. You have a little pull and shit. You go into people's office and demand anyway. But instead, he's like, let's go to these uh, states that love me, so they'll make big crowds and cheer. And I don't have to do any real work. Let's make some crazy statements while we're at it. Right. So in his statement, and I don't have it written in front of me, and I think most people that care have seen it, um, he brings up Elizabeth Warren, right? Yep. Now, the original thing, and I think I have a different take on it than some would expect, but his original thing that he said was more or less um, saying she needs to take a 23andMe test because she's claiming she's Native American, but she looks white. Mm-hmm. More or less. the the, But then he says something in the end where he's like, we're going to, first off, he doesn't know how the tests work because he talks about wiping it on her arm. And it costs like $3. Right, which is just not correct. But he claims <laughs> it wipes it on her arm. He thinks you just take this and wipe it on someone's arm and you get the DNA. You know what it is? DNA. He thinks maybe the brown will kind of wipe off. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. So that was all weird. Um, but then he goes, but we got to be gentle because the Me Too movement. And the Me Too movement's about sexual assault and rape. Mm -hmm. So it's like, so now you're talking about sexually assaulting Elizabeth Warren? It was where my mind went at first. I know most people Mm -hmm. haven't said that, right? And so I'm like, that's just weird. It's all weird. Not to mention women have, like, accused him of doing shit, and he's talked about grabbing pussies. So it's like, he should just steer clear of the topic. But no, again, he don't care. Right, I understand that. Like, he, he doesn't care. Now, my take on all of it is he shouldn't have said it the way he said it. But... I heard another take from a conservative viewpoint in the last week that it did stick with me. Now, I think it's a it's a classic. Let's change the subject. Mm -hmm. So you'll think of something else. But it is a valid point. So it basically was like if Elizabeth Warren isn't Native American, because apparently she doesn't have really valid proof. She has her grandparents told her they were. She doesn't have any CDIB card. She has nothing like that. So her grand, for instance, my grandpa, but he's not blood, so I don't claim to be native. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, you know, he's a quarter, and he looks at, and I yeah. believe him, right? And um, I don't know, but that's weird. But so if I was blood related and I grew up being like, well, he uh, he told me, and I think I am, and we don't yeah. have a card, I could understand living your life like that. So I don't want to hate on Elizabeth Warren for believing what her grandparents told her, but if she used it and marked on 
documents, I'm minority, and then use some of the systems we've set in place to mm-hmm. help out minorities, particularly natives, have the e- they have the best hand up programs, at least in today's oh, yeah. age. Um, I know for a long time it was horrible. With yeah, it was schools bad. and shit. It was bad. Um, but no, they, especially since like I was in junior high, well, the, the JOM, Johnson O'Malley, and stuff like that. A lot that. of reservations are still really bad. Yeah, I mean, it, but this in, is this where is where we're at in Oklahoma. Saying, it's gotten good over what they call the five civilized tribes. Right. Um, here in Oklahoma, have done a great job. Like I said, the Johnson O'Malley program that helped kids eat and be able to get school supplies is great. And then they offer you know to be able to go to school and pay you for great. Time. I think that's that's awesome. Now, my friend who who's an attorney, well, excuse me, he's going to pass the state bar or, or trying to right um, on his way. Yes. Uh, he, he wrote this on Facebook and I, I think it hits the nail on the head. Um, again, it's a little wordy because again, it's just who he is. Right. He says, oh, let's make one thing clear. Misappropriating native identity is indefensible and extremely disrespectful. The reason for making such an unjustifiable self identification is irrelevant. Senator Warren is an extraordinary intelligent person. She knew or should have known that holding herself out as native requires more than family tales to justify the claim, particularly in the absence of any actual connection to the tribes with which she identified. At best, she was reckless with the truth. At worst, she acted fraudulently. They have been that have being said her misappropriation does nothing to excuse President Trump's blatant racist language and thinking on this. Remember, we need not defend Warren while we condemn Trump's racism as forcibly as we can. Trump's rhetoric is unacceptable, and he should be denounced for his late, latest blatantly racist commentary. Yeah, so anyway, that's exactly how I feel, I guess. 100%. And that, that's, that's why I was reading, because I, I thought, yeah, um, and that's my take on it exactly. Don't I get me wrong. I think everyone can be wrong. <laughs> agree, and that's my thing. Is both sides can be wrong here. Right, and I think Elizabeth Warren, in my, from when I've heard her talk, I like her. Yeah. Right? So maybe I'm a little biased on it, but... I do think, and she was touted, I guess, at one time as a lead minority professor at Harvard. Then she kind of used that title to get into politics. So, again, I don't think the president of the United States should be saying it. Honestly, if he if he was really a genius, because I know a lot of people do think Trump is a genius, right? There yeah. Are people that believe that. <laughs> In my mind, the way the genius works, maybe because I'm not a genius, so mm-hmm. I can't comprehend the real mind of a genius. <laughs> um, in my mind, the way it would work is... You would have someone like an Alex Jones mm-hmm. that's friends with him, or yeah. any of these other news people, right? Uh, fuck, I already forgot his name. They're like most popular dude on Fox News. It's like his best buddy. Apparently, he calls him every night and asks him for advice. Uh, Hannity, yeah, okay. Hannity. Like he could just call Sean Hannity and say, "Hey, make yep. a big deal about her. She's white, and let's get a test and put pressure on her through your show." Yeah. And then Trump wouldn't have to, he could get the job done without him being the one. But up see, there. he never he doesn't ever have that oh, forethought. I think something else I'm brought up that I think is very important. Is you can look at that video and everyone at rally laughed and everybody was smiling. Oh yeah. So like you can't say like he's not speaking to a certain crowd. Agreed. I, 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 I agree it. with you. And again, I mean, I, obviously, I'm native and I'm proud of my heritage. Right. I do. I don't think it's correct what she did. Some people, because I did see an argument of, well, she got there and she's doing what needs to be done or what she believes is best, which a lot of people do. But how did you get there? Is that okay if you cheated your way there or whatever? If you were getting there for a good reason. Like, do the means justify the end? Agreed. So, scenario. so anyway, I want to bring that up with you because, you know, your nativeness. And so, yeah, like I, good that's thing. that's my take. I, I When I read that, I was like, I well, agree And then another with part it. of me, and I don't know her history and the way he, uh, your friend said it's so like he knew a little more. Mm-hmm. If, for instance, when she was growing up, she identified as native, told people she was native, she went to a powwow, she went to a thing and, like, had some experience, yeah. right? I feel like that's a different thing. Like, um, 
if I like, I don't know. I have a clue what I am. I don't really care. I'm, I'm at that point. <laughs> no one's ever gonna figure it out. I'm not gonna DNA test someday because I'm just curious. I, agreed. I do want to see because obviously I have two redhead kids. I want to see how much like European, right? Clearly like Ireland. I, obviously, I have some. Otherwise, I wouldn't have two blue-eyed redhead kids. Well, I don't know if you remember when we first started the podcast. Rusty rode in, and there is a, tales of ancient giant. Red-haired Indian, so maybe you I mean, just Paul's descend gonna be a from giant. them. Maybe you descend from these people. Yeah. Um, okay, and then one more thing I have to bring up, and it's a fun one because it's going to be talking about stuff that happens earlier on in this actual episode. Okay. So one thing different, and I'm not playing at all. I'm excited to have different people on to mm-hmm. hear what they have to say and all that. Um, but. Snappy clearly doesn't always catch my sarcasm. So if anyone, and this might make people uh, (laughs) go back to the beginning of the episode, the first thing I say, because I'm making fun of the fact I know this podcast has not not very good name. Like as far as searching (laughs) goes, it's going to be hard to find it. So I really need word of mouth and stuff like that to happen. And so I start off with like very unique name. I worked very hard on it. And you can hear him just miss it. Uh, Kind of that joke. And again, I know podcasting, it's not hard. I'm not going to say it's hard, but it took a second. It, it does take a, take a minute to, to get the rhythm of to, other yeah, people, right? And or later on in this podcast, or earlier on in this one, but later from what I was talking about earlier, yeah. he mentions of like people leaving kids in the car, and I go, well, kids aren't important. And he's like, <laughs> I can't believe you would say that. And so I'm kind of saying this because I know he'll listen. Um, and I'm not saying he can't, but I think it'll be a fun one. Because I'm going to have different people on, and most people don't get my dry humor like you do. Like at our sure. old job, there were a lot of people that would just ask you, like, is he joking? Yeah, it was it Because was yeah. I very much subscribe to the I'm going to be as straight face as possible when saying something ridiculous. And then people are just like, what? And I'm like, if it sounds ridiculous, I'm being ridiculous. That's how I work. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, they, they never got it. it. It was bad. Right. So anyway. Um, all right. The main reason I wanted you on is because no one else in my life except my mother and my wife and one guy I work with watch Big Brother. Yep. And we we do watch. I know you haven't watched the newest one, but I filled you in on it yeah. just so we can kind of talk about it or whatever. Because I am going to watch it tonight because I, I do want to see this stuff that goes down. Right. So I've explained last week to Snappy a little bit, or technically this is the first episode of a new podcast, but you know, we got the old one still up. Um, and I was trying to explain to Sammy what what it just what it was, right? And trying to convince him to watch it. How the best and worst part is there's three episodes a week. So like if you were really into it, it's amazing because there's just so much content and there's nothing on in the summer. So it's you know, it's really yeah, good. It's great. But if you're like not into it, I guess you wouldn't like the fact that it's always on TV. Um, but it's great. I need to pull up all of the, the cast members' names because that's gonna be a hard thing because I've got them started. Up. Okay, awesome. Because no, that was the first thing that I thought I was like, yeah, this is gonna be super difficult. Right, so first thing, who are some of your early favorites? Or that like, so the first episode happens. They're going to introduce a sixteen house guest, and they do a little short video showing you their hometown. Mm-hmm. But and then if you do a little extra research, you can go online and watch an extra video where Ross interviewed him. You know, Gay oh, really? Ross from yeah. Celebrity Brother, um, and you kind of get a little more info on him or whatever. So anyway, who are some of your early favorites? So I really like Casey, the football chick. Yeah. So, like, because I think she's very athletic. She got in quickly with, with some people, and she she got the um, whatever those. I was so surprised she lost. Yeah. In the competition. Uh, agreed. Um, whatever that not app is or whatever she got. Yeah. Um, I thought that may have put her, because that always can either help or hurt you. Like, with obviously with Sam, it, 
and right. destroyed her. Well, now um, we're bringing up Sam, just so we can kind of go through people. <laughs> when we first started, and I told you something earlier that you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, no, for realize. sure. Um, the very first thing, me and you used to have a boss we call LB. Yep. Uh, use our initials. And LB is cool. I like her a lot. For sure. I had no problem with her at all. And this Sam girl, immediately when I watched it, was like, she reminds me of a 25-year-old version of LB. It's just yeah, LB's sure. like, Be, just, I don't know how old she is, but like we would say LB's like 50 or 45, whatever. I, maybe older. She might just look better. I don't know. Yeah, um, no, bro, but, she's, I'll tell you this. She's almost my grandmother's age. Oh, shit. That's yeah, crazy. I know. Agreed. Uh, so anyway, so this girl reminded me of Yonver. So I immediately was like, I think I'm going to like her. And she's a welder. Sure. And she's a female. And then she got put with a punishment where she had to go to robot mode for so and long. And then you're like, nope, you're you're And Terry. she <laughs> had a mental breakdown in the first week and lost it. And you were like, are you serious? If you're not gonna if you're gonna break down like this and go home, and so I'm I'm out yeah. on her. I'm I'm not a fan, but I did like her, but no more am I a fan. Yeah, no, for I sure. I figured you would like festive or okay. That, festive, that was Aziz, I don't know um, what his name is uh, Fasal. I think is his name. Fezzi is Fessel. Fessel, Fessel, whatever. Um, he's a Muslim guy, but he was like a tied in at some D one. He'll never drop no pass. He never <laughs> drops pass. And that girl you like, Casey, she's Odell Beckham Jr. of women football. For sure. Apparently. Um, so, I mean, those two, I mean, obviously like I went with Mark, you know, last season, go with the big dude. So I thought I might like Swaggy C cause of his swagger. Um, I, I however, to go, it took one episode. See, I still have mixed feelings about him. Right. In, in a way. So Swaggy C and I hate to say that he's like their, uh, their token black guy. Yeah. If you know anything about normal reality shows, uh, there's ways to do it. So, like, they, Big Brother typically will have one or two gay people, one or two black people, a couple of uh, the browner skin tones in the middle, right? Yep. And then a bunch of white people. And then you got to have some nerds in there. Got to have a nerd. And uh, you got all, they always have one really smart person, like Winston is an engineer. Right. Is it Winston's an engineer? I don't remember his name. No, 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 no. Winston, JC. JC, the other muscular dude. Right. So, anyway, talking about Swaggy C. Here's my problem with Swaggy C. First off, he calls himself Swaggy C. And that's not the fact he has a nickname. The <laughs> fact that he claims he gave himself the nickname five years ago, independently of anyone else, came with it himself, and he's a basketball player. Uh-huh. Yet, in yep. the world exists Nick Young, professional yep. basketball player, who around five years ago started calling himself Swaggy P. Mm-hmm. And his motherfucker's going to be on TV Swaggy live. Swaggy C. All original. Ain't nobody else did it. And you're it's like, so bad. Uh, I don't know about all that. So anyway, I like Swaggy, and I want him to be good, but he thinks he's better at the game than he is by, oh, like, for a sure. lot. For sure. He thinks he's, like, playing people, and they all know what he's doing, so I don't have high hope for him. I mean, he he reminds me of Cody. He thought he had the house day one. Right. And then it's just that's the exact opposite of what's going on. Right. My favorite um, going in, like you know me, I pick one at the beginning. And I'm like, that's my dude till yep. the end. We'll see how it goes. And normally, I pick pretty, pretty yeah. decent. Uh, but I went with Scotty. Yep, I like. How he reminds me of that Dennis guy. Yeah, um, me and Cooper were trying to think of his name the other day. That Dennis dude that, from a couple seasons ago. Yeah, but Steve. Nope. Maybe, maybe. Steve is the other guy who won Big Brother two years ago. Ah, uh, yeah, that's what I thought. Um, so anyway. I really like Scotty. He's like this virgin dude who wears like a you know a cross, so it seems like he's probably religious. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays uh, never rock, kissed a woman, never kissed a woman, anything like that. But he think he claims he's athletic, but yet he's very klutzy. Mm-hmm. So he's just a fun character. I'm curious to see how it goes. Right now, he's not really in a path of like making connections, so it might not go well for him. But it's still early in the game. But that is my favorite at the moment. It's John McGuire, by the way. Oh, that. 
the dentist. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I was kind of a fan of the rock star chick. John Scranton. Yeah, rock star. I think she could do well, better than people think. I think everyone thinks she's super old. And I'm like, I don't know if she's older. She just dresses really fucking weird. Well, because she... Uh, she's 35. I have it right okay. here in front of me. Because she she's a, a promoter of some... She's like a rave promoter. Yeah. And because Steve, um, who, spoiler, if you haven't seen the last one, um, got evicted. Yes. Uh, He's like drugs, rave, or something like yeah. that. I'm like, Jesus, man. I know. He's well, he's I'm sorry. He's the officer. least hiding of a cop I've ever seen. Like Derek, first off. Right. And what's never so funny is you never you haven't even seen the newest episode when he gets voted out. They do a whole thing of here's all the times you gave it away you were a cop. And then they done like a little holler. And they've only been there for like a week. And he had already a highlight reel of it, which was crazy. Um so really, that was really the only people that I'm I'm liking as far as I picked. There are a lot of jock douchebag guys, Hardcore. but I gotta see so how their personalities come out. One person I gotta bring up is you know my I probably have a blue shaka around me right now with Caitlyn. Okay, so Caitlyn is my <laughs> least favorite person on a Big Brother. I won't say ever, but in a long time, it's ever like every time she no, talks. Aaron, she was pretty intense. We were just <laughs> talking about her earlier. Like it was. I don't know. She's just every time she talks, she acts like she's so fucking smart and has it all figured out, yeah. and she believes in spirits and crystals. And she's what twenty four, right? Yeah, yeah. And she believes in <laughs> crystal energy and shit. And I'm just like, I can't take her seriously. She like, she but she did turn the game around in a way on week one, so she oh, might yeah. be important. Uh, but she's she's ridiculous. But she's gonna be like Victoria, get taken to the final three, and then be gone. Now there has been a couple things. I'll touch on real quick of they're already getting some scandals happening. Really? So you'll remember a few years ago, there is that Aaron chick, like me and you said, we were just yep. talking about where they said some racist stuff on the live feed. And then and they then, put that uh, um, statement at the front of every like, episode. The opinions of the contestants do not condone with what CBS. Exactly. Right. It says a lot of shit. Um, so anyway, two things have so hard. One, there's two. First off, every female I will say this season is attractive. Yeah. Because I would say even Rockstar, like a normal world. For sure. I would say normal, whatever, she probably, yeah. You wouldn't be like, oh, crazy. I mean, she'd look crazy, don't be wrong. But anyway, so they're all fairly attractive. But the two brown hair brunette ones, one's a model and one's like a showgirl. A pair, yep. I believe them too. And I only read, I read the story briefly the other day, so I could have some stuff wrong. But someone in the house are basically calling people with non-white skin tones. They have ghetto skin tones. Oh, my God. No so, way. oh, by the way, if you don't know about Big Brother, it's 24-hour live feeds. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> so um, you can just watch them all the time. And Oh, my. So Angela, is that who you're talking about? I th- I'm pretty sure those two. Angela and Rachel. I believe it was them two. I could be wrong. Uh, you can look it up if you're And Rachel's curious. a Vegas entertainer. Right. So them two had a thing. And then the little guy. JC. JC, who, and I know this sounds so racist. I can't stand him because I can't understand what he's oh, saying. Man. When he was, when the, I'm like, why he, is he hosting a when competition? He, I was like, when he was hosting, that guy goes, I didn't understand what. So I can see, he's like, I didn't understand what he said. Again, no offense to him, but he has a very thick, thick accent, right? Very thick. It's just hard to understand. But anyway, he went up to some girls, and now this one I have a different, a weirder take on, with an ice cream scoop while they were asleep or pretending to be asleep, and started poking their vaginas. Saying, <laughs> Come on, girls, open up, let me in. It'll feel so good. Now he's gay. Oh. And I think that does matter a little, it does. a little. And then but, also the the girls didn't get mad. Mm-hmm. He also did it to a uh, surfer guy because he was in the room too. Tyler. He was butt. <laughs> or trying. <laughs> but he said, get out of here and shoot him away, right? 
Now, the girls didn't get mad about it. Yeah. But people online, of are course, that saw it are like, that's sexual assault. And now I'm like, maybe it is. Sexual but I feel like if they're not, if they didn't take it that way and they're not damaged in some way from the incident, I don't know if you make a big deal about it. I'm not saying it was the right thing to do. No. But I'm like, if they're not in the, like in the house, there, it's not an issue because they don't have contact with the outside world. Yeah. Right? So to them, they're like, yeah, I don't. Whatever. Wasn't a big deal. So I just thought that was interesting. But that is another little scandal that's come up. But that's crazy. I'm trying to see if there's uh, any more on my list here. Yeah, the Brett guy seems like he could be good because he's supposed to be smart, but he's also a total douchebag job. Hardcore. Guy. So I'm like, I don't want to. So like what do you think you? about Surfer Dude Tyler, the oh, lifeguard? I want to like any sort of. Yeah, bra. Right? I'm okay with that. Snappy made a comment earlier. He hates anyone who says bra. And I'm like, that just doesn't bother me. That's fine. Snappy, um, next time I see him, I'm like, what's up, bro? <laughs> just start doing it all the time. Um, but he's told so many lies in week one to so many people that I'm, it's rather going to be like in a month from now, like if you get to come back or we, whatever. Yeah. I'm rather going to be like, oh, he's real good. Or, or you're like, you're an idiot. You're a fucking idiot. Right. Because it's week one. Oh, and some, because I've watched week one, right? All mm-hmm. the way. And then I, before Snappy left earlier, I forced him to watch the first half of episode one. Okay. To try to convince him, to convince his wife they need to give it a shot. Got it. And he, we watched Swaggy C's little, you know, opening video, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the things he says, he goes, first off, you don't go on the first day being an alpha dog and trying to call the shots because that's going to get you voted out. And everybody knows that. But then seeing that after you've now watched it, yeah. and you know that's what he does, that you're, you're like, like, you're an idiot. <laughs> you fucked up. Right. So, uh, surfer guy, we'll see. Yeah. I, but I don't I don't have high hopes for him, I guess. No. And I, I do think um, Fezzi, I think, is what they go with. Um, first of all, it's funny that he was the least trending. <laughs> um, and so I do think. Oh, the, I do think the Bailey chick's pretty cool. Yeah, I for sure. A lot. Um, I do think. Uh, I do like this new aspect of like we're bringing in technology and you know and it's not good or bad trending it's trending in general right and so they're just trying to get Big Brother talked about is all they're doing with this advertisement yeah um, which is cool and I try uh, to look into participating in it but it was like go to your Facebook Messenger talk to their chat bot and then it'll ask you all these questions but it, I, I was like I ain't doing all that shit so yeah I got out of that. Um, so yeah, that's about all I have on Big Brother right now. It just started. Yeah, I mean, we're we're a weekend. I do think last season, for instance, by this one weekend last season, I knew it wasn't going to be a good season. You knew it was going to be. Or trash. I knew I wasn't going to like it as much, right? Um, whereas in right now, I feel like with the cast of characters they have, this season could be really good. I, I think also, and I think you know it as well. They have put in way more production value into their challenge and their uh, competitions, and yeah. into their like graphics mm-hmm. and so you're like well hey at least it's not just the normal you know simple challenges they I mean, have they had was... live snakes on a competition and that's okay. never happened that was one of the funnier things ever because sam's like i don't care i'll go and get those snakes. Just pick my... them up they won't yeah. have <laughs> it's like my grandma used to call me to get snakes i'll take cop red down to the end i chopped their head off i'm sorry yeah. but i had to do it yeah you know what i mean and she just moved them where um scotty didn't even touch tyler it. was like uh, uh. scotty goes nope nope <laughs> goes, i ain't touching it um so i do like that you know they disappear they were deleted from the right from the servers or whatever well, and what i've noticed and i don't know if i told you about this or just snappy the last two weeks but they have a lot of advertisements for kevin hart's new show tko mm-hmm. and i kind of want to watch it, looks, it. I, I do too i think it starts next week does it? this okay. week i know it's starting soon 
Um, but I feel like because I've seen some advertisement there that they're using some of their props or some of their game stuff. Oh yeah, over in Big Brother, which makes That'd sense because they're probably right there filming yeah. near each other. And it, I'm assuming it'll come on right after Big Brother. Yeah, it's gonna come on like it said Wednesday after Big Brother, so it's probably this coming Wednesday. Okay, I feel like that's what the advertisement said. Um, the blonde chick, uh, Bailey, maybe Haley. Haley. Um, I think she's a clear floater. For sure. <laughs> so that's my You've always thing. got those floaters. Uh, the biggest floater of all time to me is Victoria. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I can see. She's just going to use that pretty smile and hopefully it works. Right. So, anyway, Big Brother, I think it'll be good. All of our listeners, I think y'all should check it out. So, if I talk about it, people know what's up. Yeah, and it's like, what, six bucks a month to get the All Access? Yeah, CVS All Access is the cheapest one. I know some people just don't like doing it. Um, but, yeah, it's only $6 a month. You get the live feeds. For me personally, I watch Colbert almost every night when I eat dinner. I watch the night before it's Colbert because uh, I just I'm a big fan. And then you know it's got the Big Bang Theory and all yeah, the other yeah. CBS shows and stuff. You might like, but it's all worth it just for Big Brother. And you watch all seasons. So you can watch so, all 19 previous seasons. Another quick aside is right now we were trying to watch the live feeds oh, before man. we came out here, and they were showing because the live <laughs> feeds are off because they're filming like a competition that happens. And so they were showing season two, which is probably my favorite. No, season seven's the best, but mm-hmm. season two I really like. It's got my favorite player ever on it. Yep. And it's just so different. And also just to see the way people talk about gay people and the language people just use, just seeing how far our they did cultures spin the come. First off. <laughs> yeah, they played spin the bottle first off. Yeah. And they don't know like everyone in the car, last one out wins the car. Yeah, it, it was nuts. And they don't ever straight nineties for sure. Yeah. So it's just interesting to see where our where everything's gone in the last 18 years since that season aired or whatever. Fight for groceries, you know, they give you whatever you want to eat now. Right. So, I mean, I, w- I recommend every season of Big Brother. I mean, season one's way different, but I would, so I, mean, I could see skipping it. But, yeah. Season um, two, I, I like, I mean, your favorite character, you know, Dr. Will. Yep. Um, and Mike Boogie is on it, which is great. Um, but then this super racist thing, or I guess, my thing is, it is nuts when he says 90% of the people in America. Right, Don't. basically, on what we just watched on season two, so this is an 18-year-old show, um, a reality show, this one guy is going around going, well, who's the gay in the house? Because we need to know, because it's perverse and deviant, and he's saying it to the gay guy who's, like, trying to keep it hidden. And it's bad. Yeah, and, and he's, he's, like, like 90% so 90% of American of households don't want no gay people living anywhere near them. And you're like, yeah, that is how shit was when we were, like, in high school. I guess I was in elementary school when oh, that yeah. came out. And so I was like, that is how the world was. And I just, it's crazy. It's just it, crazy to watch. It is. It was just, all all of it was just completely different. And but. not everyone was like that. I mean, he was an older no, no, gentleman no, yeah. of the group. Who did but. not participate in Spin the Bottle because that's a bunch of frat party crap. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> um, and the guy eventually on season two gets kicked off for pulling a knife on a girl in some weird sex act where they yeah. start going to make you horny if I cut your throat. And then you're like, oh, yeah, this whole season was nuts. Yep. So anyway, Big Brother is amazing. Highly recommend it. For sure. All right, Powell. And since you're here, one thing we did on our podcast was a top five list. Okay. And it was fairly successful sometimes. It was. Real quick, you got what's your favorite game show? Game show? Yeah. The last episode of the Power Mode podcast, we did game shows. and Man, I... We're talking like 90s game shows? We're talking like anything... I mean, I'm one with uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire is my number one. Um... I mean, we had like uh, Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy, yeah. Process Rot was an idea. I, I thought about Wheel of Fortune. Um, oh man, what's that stupid? I forgot it. Uh, show Steve Harvey. Feud. Yep, Feud. Family Feud. Family yeah. Feud. 
um, before it was with Steve Harvey's when I was watching. But yeah, I'd say right. that or Wheel of Fortune. Right. Um, yeah, one of our friends actually hit me up and was mad I didn't put prices right. And I, I meant to talk about why I didn't put it because it was on my list previously. But I just think we all have fond memories because we were at home sick. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have to go to school. And it was pretty cool with Bob Barker. But when you I, I watch it all the time now. And the prizes aren't that good unless you win a car mm-hmm. or you win the showcase showdown. But there's no guarantee you win it because you could both like people can go over and shit. Yep. And then even then, there was something like you want a boat and a trip to Europe. Which that would be cool. Yeah, like, but that's not like. No, no, they're like, also, here's a $150,000 tax you're going to have to pay on all this. Right. So um, it was cool, but I just it didn't deserve a top five list. So, Cassie, if you're listening, that's why I'm not put prices right. Yep. Um, so, this week, what we're going to do is top five favorite superhero movies. Yep. Uh, to see how that goes. Because um, in general, these top five lists are going to be somewhere in the TV, movie, video game, or then random cereal, food, food I don't know. Yeah. Um, is how we'll normally go with it. Like fast food restaurants and everything. <clears throat> yep, done those. And I might have to like redo uh rap top rappers like Dom or someone. Not to yeah. be racist, about it, but <laughs> I know Dom listens to rap music <laughs> and other people who will be on here. Do. Um, all right, pal. So what is your number five? So my number five is gonna be Justice League. Um, I didn't think I'd like it. Um, I watched it twice in two days. Um, and then since I've watched, I believe like five or six times, um, I, I really like it also because I, I am excited for Aquaman. I, I want to see how that's going to turn out. Right. You're big um, Jason Momoa fan. For sure. Um, since Atlantis, I didn't watch his lifeguard show. Um, but you Baywatch. Oh, he was on Baywatch. I thought it was something else. <laughs> no, I don't on, know. It was on Baywatch. <laughs> he was on the end of Baywatch. <laughs> um, but I also didn't think that I would like The Flash because I really got into the TV show. Right. Um, that actor's pretty funny in other stuff he's been in. But I really like. I mean, he has these little just quick lines that are that are good. Um, I, I don't. I just I liked it in general. Obviously, Wonder Woman being great. Right. Uh, ben Affleck. I I have my I have my own reservations about him being Batman. Unless Batman's dumb. Um, yeah, just rich dude. Uh, but I, I really liked it. Um, I did think it was kind of whack how quick Superman just destroyed the villain. Um, and how terrified he was of it. Um, and that's was his ghouls he had with him. They fed on fear. And they're like, oh, Superman, I'm scared now. And I'm going to get killed by my own people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I right. just, I'll be honest with you. I don't know what you mean. Because I've never seen it. <laughs> Wait, you never seen it? Uh, I didn't see. I watched Man of Steel. Okay. And I fell asleep trying to attempt to watch that six <laughs> different times. And I was like, God damn, this shit's boring. And I love Smallville, right? And you, yeah. if you're not coming with me with Teenage Superman... I don't really want to hear it, to be honest with you. And Okay. So I couldn't get through Man of Steel. And then wasn't Justice League the next one in the series? No, there was Batman versus Superman. Oh, I didn't see that one either. Um, and then there was and then Justice, Justice League. League. I saw Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was cool. But yeah, I just never got around to Justice League. Yeah. And uh, Aquaman comes out at the end of this year in December. And I might see that one. But right now, the pre-reviews are not great. Yeah, I mean... It's very difficult to be underwater. Now, granted, they showed in Justice League where they don't always live in water. Dude, they don't have to. Vincent Chase did it. Season three of Entourage. <laughs> I don't want to hear that shit. Even with Mandy Moore drama going on, they pulled it off. They, they got it done. He didn't come back for Aquaman 2 or 3. You know, that's a whole drama. I'm yeah. I'm sure if you follow Vincent Chase's career in Entourage. Um, but all right, number that's a good one. I'm glad you have one I've never seen. I might try to watch it eventually if I see it on Netflix or something. Uh my number five is one that came out, I believe we were in high school to junior high area, a little bit before the superhero movie craze hit, um, and that is Hellboy. 
That's a great one, man. I loved Hellboy. I always think now it was Is super it underrated. Perlman? Yeah, Ron Perlman plays Hellboy. And then uh, Guillermo del Toro is the director. Mm-hmm. He does all kinds of cool movies and shit. Uh, I just really liked Hellboy. I liked his little aqua sidekick. Yeah. He could um, put his hand on stuff. And yeah, I, don't, I just liked everything about the visuals of it. And those it seemed more real. Whatever I mean, those weird fish amphibian enemy guys that had yeah. those crazy. Those were intense looking. Right. I, don't, I just there was some about it that was, uh, and I even liked the second one, which a lot of people. Yeah, the gold I, army. I don't think liked as much. Uh, I don't know. There was something about it where it was so high fantasy, but still realistically ground. Like if this existed though, but like it's dark. Like I don't oh, know for sure. It was. I really enjoyed it. And I think uh, people leave it off a lot, so I wanted to make sure to get it on the list. No, I think I think that's a great one. And uh, I might have to make my wife watch it because I brought it up, and she was like, she liked most of the other ones I had on my list for the most part. And then she was like, "Oh, I don't remember Hellboy." And I was like, "How do you not remember Hellboy? It was great. Loved it. Yeah, for sure." All right, so my number four is going to be X Men Two, X Men United. Um, I that to me that was Wolverine's, you know. Big come out right. That's the one um, where they show basically his backstory, right? Yeah, they they go into it, and then he has to fight that crazy chick and yeah, um, with the weird fingernails. Um, but that's when you've got you know Storm acting a beast. Uh, that's when uh, Cyclops, you know, with Jean Grey and that whole right. craziness. Um, I just I, that was like it was like I think I was in eighth or ninth grade when that came out. Um, and it just watching it just got me so entranced. Because right. X Men, you watch like, yeah, that's cool. I mean, it was- see, I think X Men. First off, like, I really enjoyed the X Men cartoon when oh, we were for like sure. six, seven. That looked like the comics, right? Yep. And I enjoyed the Amazing Spider Man cartoon a lot. So when they made those movies, and a lot of people want to be like, it's bullshit. Sony has Spider Man and Fox has X Men. When they should all be with Disney and the MCU, right? But people forget like. Marvel wasn't making fucking movies then, and if it wasn't for them making them, it never would have happened. MCU would not have happened without Spider-Man and X-Men working no. for other companies, honestly. Yeah. So it was cool that they existed, Like, and I enjoy all of those eras. I don't actually have most of any of these, I don't think, on my list, but um, you told me to have an X-Men, and I really enjoy the X-Men movies. Oh, like, yeah. I'm sure they have some problems here or there, but I like pretty much the whole cast of the original three as far as who they got to play people. It's like... Yeah, perfect casting for the most part across the board. For sure. I mean, it, it's what I, what I really like, along with the, the Wolverine backstory, um, is I really like Storm, especially when I play the video game. Right. Because um, she just, and she kind of becomes a badass a little bit in that, that movie. Um, but then you've got, I, I forget, what's the main bad guy? Um, Magneto? No, not Magneto. Um, of Wolverines. Oh, Sabretooth? No, uh, the doctor who created him. Oh, uh, yeah, the German. I don't know his name. Who has the son. I know you're talking about. Um, that son creeped me out mm-hmm. with his weird in a wheelchair looking half mutant and metal brain. It was just that dude creeped me out right. well, honestly, beyond belief. And X-Men's so great because the mutants are just an analogy for minorities or for yeah. homosexuals or for what anybody being oppressed. Right. It's mm-hmm. like it's perfect. It's perfect comic storytelling in my opinion like i really enjoy the x-men a lot yeah I so i did like the those movies quite a bit now i will be excited in like 20 years when everything resets they can make yeah. wolverine and the avengers and you know together or whatever um if people even care anymore by then i, think, I think they'll do it because we'll pay for it yeah true <laughs> um all right my number four is I, i've been struggling i only have one current 
movie actually on my list, and this is it. And I'm going with Deadpool. Okay. Now, not a choice. I know I, some people absolutely love it. Right. And I haven't seen Deadpool 2 yet, which I guess would be blasphemy if I loved Deadpool 1. But I do really like it. I like how it's a hard R rated movie. Um, mm-hmm. For a long time in my life, I won't even see a movie unless it's radar. I ain't waste my time with that PG-13 <laughs> bullshit. Um, so I just really enjoy that. Like, you know, there's only punches. It's funny. It breaks the fourth wall. The soundtrack's amazing. Colossus is my favorite X-Man, and he is in the movie. Yeah. And I don't know. I just love Deadpool. There's nothing about it I did not like about the original Deadpool. So I want to at least include one movie that came out in the last few years, and that's probably my favorite in the last few years. Ant-Man was close, so I almost put that Ant-Man's one. Ant-Man's great. Uh, but I went with Deadpool. For sure. It's a good one. Um, all right, so my number three is going to be one from when we were younger, and that is Mystery Men. I'm so glad you put it. Um, so one thing I, I had read up on that I thought was a little nuts is I didn't realize how much money they put in that movie. Yeah. $68 million. Right. And I want to say Ben Stiller direct. Okay, so if you want to know, Ben Stiller was in this movie back in the day called Mystery Men. Yeah. That no one remembers now. Out of people that I know listen to our pod or I listen to the podcast, Rusty will remember it because we used to watch it a lot. But it had Ben Stiller, it had uh, Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, <laughs> I think his name right now. It had Kel, uh, Paul Rubens. Yeah, it had Kel from uh, Keenan and Kel. What's his name off the show that I can't watch? With the family. Oh, the shit, John John H Macy. Is that his name? Uh, hold on. Hold yeah, on. the guy from Shameless. Shame, I know you're yeah, talking. I can't about. watch that show, but yeah, uh, I can't remember that dude's. But yeah, he's in it. So anyway, it. William Macy. William Macy. I said John. I messed that one up. So anyway, Mystery Men is amazing. Dane Cook is in it. About 10 years before Dane Cook blew up as a stand-up comedian, he's at the very beginning when they're doing uh, like superhero tryouts or something. Oh, yeah. And I really like the girl whose father is in the bowling ball. The bowler lady who throws yeah. that ball. Uh, anyway, it's just great. It's a really good show, good movie. Um, it's like a, it's in a world where superheroes already exist. Way ahead of its time. If yeah. it came out now with such an all-star cast and it was a parody of superhero movies, it would do really well. But it was just real superhero movies barely existed at that time. They were like making fun CeeLo of it. CeeLo Green is in it. Oh, yeah. CeeLo Green is in it. Now that you mention it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's crazy. Um, so, yeah. Mystery Men is a great choice. For big, sure. Big fan of that one. Um, my number three is a movie that honestly... I think is the reason I no longer take most superhero movies seriously because I feel like this one, when I first watched it, it just kicked me around the fucking face and was like, <laughs> this shit's badass, which is kick-ass. Yep, kick-ass. Like, to me, at least at the time, and maybe people remember it differently, when you were watching all this PG-13 bullshit movies and then kick-ass, you went and saw that in the theater or whatever, it's got Nicolas Cage being all weird as shit mm-hmm. and a little girl cussing people out, beat the fuck out of them. <laughs> and the main dude just getting his ass kicked. Yeah. Like, it was just different. And I fucking loved it. I just loved Kick-Ass. Like, I was obsessed with that shit for, for a, a long time. Yeah, I loved it, man. Now, the second one I watched once and was like, it was all right. Yeah, you're like, and yeah. So I'm kind of out on it, I guess, now. But um, I'm a big fan of the first Kick-Ass. Yeah, no, I, I remember watching it. At- I liked it. I was I obviously wasn't as entrenched or right. really like, but I thought it was very funny. Right. Um, the second one I did watch, I thought it definitely fell down the hill pretty bad. Um, but I agree, it, it was it was hilarious. Um, McLovin's in it. Right. And, and it just we try to support any super bad related. Exactly. <laughs> but no, I, that's a great one, man. That's a good choice. Um, so my number two um, is going to be Thor Ragnarok. 
Okay. Um, I watched it because um, I, I made sure I watched all the Marvel movies, including Doctor Strange, which I had to watch twice because I fell asleep. It's so horrible. Um, his fucking army. I, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. <laughs> Some people are going to kill me, but I hate it. Right. Um, but the I really wanted this one to work so bad because Thor 1 and 2 just sucked. Um, the Dark World was even worse than the first one, which I don't know how you got there. <laughs> no shit. Um, but Ragnarok had had his, um, his sister Hela, which... Again, I didn't know enough about Thor's backstory to really know about all this stuff. Right. Um, so, like, she comes in, and in uh, Odin's temple, to she be breaks real his... honest, and not just because his movies suck, but if you just pitch me all the superheroes in Marvel, and like, which one you want to read? Thor's my last one, because I just assumed the, like, Viking stories are better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, no, for sure. I just would never in a million years be like, I want to read about the superhero based on the Viking god. I don't know why. I just wouldn't. I'd be like, I'll just read about the real one. And then I'll take Spider-Man or whatever. Well, the right? real one is an Asgardian. Exactly. Way cooler. Way <laughs> exactly. Cooler. Um, so, uh, but with this one, you know, she comes in, she's a badass. She realized, oh, you were just a mercenary that your father used to take over the galaxies. Right. Got it. Cool. Um, but then you're like, oh, well, Thor's just going to destroy her because that's just what he does. And again, you thought, I thought it was going to be, I didn't always think it was going to be over quickly because that's not how the movie's going to go. Um, but I just assumed it would be a little less difficult. Right. And then at the end, I'm like, I, I feel like she still, still should have won. She fucking killed, I don't know, 2,000 Asgardians in about, I don't know, two minutes. Um, so like you're, Thor's yeah, badass. He took the fucking star shot at him at this last one on Infinity War. Right. Um, but I, I thought it was really good. Um, I, I like. I've heard it's the funnier and has a good it. soundtrack, but I haven't seen it. And, I mean, they make they purposely make a lot of joke references, which is funny. Um, Thor, or excuse me, uh, the Hulk being in it is awesome. Valkyrie being brought into it, right? And then um, also, um, I, I always forget his name. Jeff Goldblum yeah. um, is in it, and he just he, he caps it off. But I thought it was really good. I like the Hulk being in it because this is kind of like his own movie since the, he hasn't had one since what Edward Norton. Yeah. That's the um, last one. Yeah, and but just, it, it's something because like Fox somehow still owns the Incredible name for the Incredible Hulk, so it's like <laughs> they if they make one, Fox might sue them. But they just they you know the Hulk. Um, yeah, I, I really like Thor Ragnarok. Uh, me and Jill watched we watched it twice. I think with another time with somebody else. Really a huge fan of it. Right, I'm gonna have to check it out because yeah. I hated the first two Thors, so I didn't want to watch it. But I mean, it, I have heard it's better. It is much better. Um, a lot of people die real fast. Um, but it is much better. I do think they try to push too many jokes towards the end because um, they wanted to make it a little more funnier because that's what they're going for. And he even carries that into Infinity War. Um, but I, I thought it was still obviously way better than the other two, but standalone, I thought it was pretty good. Right. All right. My number, we're on two. Two. My number two is going to be Chronicle. Okay. Now, I think you watched it with me once. I've only watched it a couple of times. And honestly, I don't remember all the names of characters, so maybe it doesn't deserve it too, but it stuck with me, and I feel like it's amazing. Well, if it stuck with I you. I want to say it was you. written by Max Landis and filmed by someone really famous that directed it. But Josh Trank directed it? Yeah. He's done some other stuff. Um, Holy cow, that is so much money. Their budget that they spent was twelve million, and they made one hundred and twenty-six point six million in the box office. Yeah, so that's a good percentage jump. So basically, the premise of Chronicle is it's like Michael three B. boys, Jordan? Uh, three high school guys find uh, like something in a cave, and it gives them powers. We have like telekinesis. Sorry, and... but that's Little Pat. <laughs> yeah, it does look like. Uh, 
where they find uh, they get powers. They can fly, telekinesis, things like that, right? So it's all filmed like found footage. So it's like the idea is all of this happened, but we have found a video camera that recorded all of it, right? Yeah. So at first, they're one of them, you know, carries a video camera, but then when they get their telekinesis power, he's using it to float the camera to watch him all the time. So it's like he is the cameraman, and just that effect is real cool to me. It's awesome, yeah. When you're watching it. And then it's basically the story of how this kid becomes the villain. So, like, Michael B. Jordan's in it. I mm -hmm. love Michael B. Yep. Jordan. Um, and the, the other two actors were really good as well. Um, I don't remember their names at the moment, but um, all three of them are real good. And then basically it's just, like I said, it's you watch this kid turn into the villain throughout the movie. Mm -hmm. And I know that there was plans to to write uh, a sequel, right? Like having ideas. But I don't think it'll ever happen. It's like a one-off. Well, Michael B. Jordan's going to make too much money now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so anyway, I just love Chronicle. I think if, if you haven't watched it and you have the ability it's a good to, one. it's just really good. It's one that I still randomly will think about. It's got like, an 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It's just a real good fucking movie. So yeah. I put that as no, my that's the good choice. Two. All right. So my number one overall um, is going to be Captain America. Yeah. Um, I'm the glad first you Avenger. It. For sure. Um, and the thing I, is, to most people, it's almost always at the bottom of their list. But me and you really liked it. I really did. Um, I, I don't know why people don't like it. I mean, I just I loved it from beginning to end. We watched it in Branson. Yeah. Um, because we had to do a donut in the middle of the uh, road to get there because it's pouring down rain. We passed the theater and all this other jazz. Um, didn't want to be late. Basically. That's exactly right. Um, and we made it up past the the opening credits. Um, I don't know. I just. I like Steve Rogers coming in, you know, just that hole with Tommy Lee Jones at the beginning, and it just goes through that old, you know, early 1900s. And right. I just, it's just awesome. I think uh, the fact that it's like a war movie, like, right, that, yep. that's cool. It's a period piece. It's a different sort of superhero movie, right? I, I think that's what it it's not brings like, that oh, old. He's from this time period, and now we're blah, blah, blah. Like, honestly, if I, could re if I was in charge of, like, the Marvel redoing all their stuff or whatever – I would redo it where you do set it in the past. It doesn't need to be set now. You could set it in the past so that you can set up for when you get to the kids mm -hmm. or the replacements. That could be now. Yeah. Like, I think I think that's really the way to solve all this is you you pick a time period you want to start and set up your <coughs> timeline. So when you go back or whatever, you already kind of But, I mean, know. It, it works. They, they made it work with him, you know, falling in the ocean, and he lives because he's got that crazy. Right. You know, um, Mr. Stark's... Uh, juice in him <laughs> right let's just be honest this but, dude's got some hgh stuff going on yeah here. he's on steroids Nate. it's captain america <laughs> uh, i really liked it i always defend captain america a lot it's yeah i mean it, my favorite a lot of the, people the originals probably i also yeah. really i mean it's on my list here i really like the original iron man we can talk about an honorable sure. mention as well but those two are my favorite of the like first wave yeah no no i, I agree i mean I, I really liked uh captain america in general winter soldier was just as good See, um, I wanted to like it. Actually, just good. I think it was one that. of those things where I've tried to watch it a few times, and I fall asleep when him and Black Widow talk to the Nazi computer every time. <laughs> I've gotten to that scene three times, and then right after that, I just crash you out. I don't know what it is. I have no idea. <laughs> it's like that. It's like the little got you in a train. It's like there's a subliminal message hidden there that yeah, it hypnotizes me into the sleep mode, or else I would have. And I've seen the third one. The Civil, Civil War, War or whatever, it's all right, too. Yeah, but. I mean, it, it's okay. Uh, again, Captain I'm personally, as favorite. you can tell from where we're at, I'm not a big fan of the big collective movies myself, personally. Um, but anyway, all right, my number one, I do think is the best just movie overall, 
which is The Incredibles. I I agree. We talked about this. I was glad you had it on the list. Right. Um, Because that one would have been my number two. Yeah. Um, But it, I have not got to see the second one, which I want to go see purely because I love The Incredibles that much. Yeah. The second one's good. Uh, like I said, I messed up a little bit by seeing – I watched The Incredibles one the day before because I want to be fresh on it. And the villain in The Incredibles one is just so much better. And the way it's like the kid from the beginning. Yeah. And the, like it's so perfect that the second movie just isn't – it just misses that, right? Gotcha. And then the fact that they start the second one off immediately after the first one ends, even though it's been 10 years since it came out, it's like you should have done a time You should have just done it, yeah. If you're going to wait that long. So I, I, I still think it's really good. The second one, it's just if you compare it to the first one, which is unfair to do because I claim it's the best. But then you'd have to have you know, Jack-Jack grown up and – Right, and what's the thing is, I I think I came into it being like, all right, we're gonna see what Jack Jack, because that's the only thing different. It's he would bring something new to the table. Yeah, but instead, it's him them babies thing the whole time because he's a baby, of course. So that's I'm sure a stupid grab or complaint, but that was my kind of takeaway. Was like I, I would love because I would love if they blew it out, and maybe it's smart they didn't, but they could have had a whole world. Pixar could have put out a movie every two or three years of just a different person in that world. Yeah. And then they would have made their own lore and fuck Marvel and DC's comics. Right? Like, they could have done it because, and again, I know like they didn't because they want to have a really well written script and all that. Yeah. And it pays off because they're it's just better movies than normal superhero movies, honestly. And I I know uh, I've told you before I'm not a big fan of 3D movies, but we watched it in 3D when I saw Incredibles too. And Pixar just looks great in 3D. It doesn't ever make you cross eyed or be like, what am I looking at? It just yeah. looks natural let, let me ask you because i don't know if you've seen this uh in tulsa at star world 20 um they now have a 40 yeah i've heard theater. of the 40s yes um do you think it is worth watching it in four because someone told me what are they excuse me not someone uh, on the newspaper they said that watching jurassic world in 40 is pretty intense cause, like you can smell like you know uh, a truck running past you and i don't care about the smell stuff and just, I just really want to be like the shaking or like when a dinosaur's. I mean, I used to go to Six Flags and I would love it when there was yep. like one of those seats that moved and shit. Yeah. And, yeah. Awesome. And you put on the 3D glasses and dinosaurs flew by. It was great. I don't know if I want that in my movie because I don't know if when they filmed it, if that was their intention. Kind of like Jackass 3D was intentionally made for Right. That's 3D. why Jackass 3D, I think, is probably. Uh, my favorite 3D experience I've seen in the movies because it was made for it, right? I almost threw it that theater. Oh, so yeah, bad. but it wasn't because the 3D was bad. No, it was, <laughs> it was so good. You're right. It was just so good. Like that mountain scene will always Oh, my like God, it. it's so bad. Um. So, yeah, anyway, Incredibles, I think, is great. Awesome. Uh, if you haven't seen it, check it out. I don't know what you're doing. Um. Really, really good. Uh, some honorable mentions. Well, the first thing I want to talk about is I want to put a Spider-Man because I do really like Spider-Man, the character in general. Mm -hmm. But... The original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, I always had a problem because we grew up on the Amazing Spider-Man cartoon where he made his web cartridges. Yeah. Because he didn't just have web growing out of his wrist because guess what? Everyone would have seen it. Couldn't even walk around with a short sleeve shirt on because he had, yep. oh, what the fuck's that cum looking out of your <laughs> Oh, that's your spider webs. Gotcha. I'm sure you're not Spider-Man, oh, Peter man. Parker. So I just have it's a good. problem with that for some reason, right? I yep. don't know why. It's a dumb nerd sort of hang up for me. No, I get it. Um, but those were the ones of our youth, and they were great at the time. And then when the Amazing yep. Spider-Man came out, I want to love it because I thought Andrew Garfield was a perfect pig. Mm -hmm. um, he had cartridges, and yep. I was like, fuck yeah. But then apparently they weren't good enough, and then they canceled it, and it was all yeah. shit. Um and then there's this new one, which is okay. You know, I mean, I know a lot of people love it, but I'm mm -hmm. just to the point where 
we're on our third iteration of Spider-Man. Yeah, it's a little... I don't need to keep pretending like it's new. Um, so anyway, that's why there's no Spider-Man movies on my list. Yeah. Um, we mentioned Ant-Man. I love Ant-Man. It was almost on my list, but I wanted to Hellboy and, and Deadpool on there. Uh, I just really like Paul Rudd and Michael Pena, and they're fucking hilarious. <laughs> and so therefore, I like Ant-Man. Um, and Black Panther. I'll say I had Black Panther on here. I thought it was really good. Now, one that people are going to say we missed, like we forgot it, so I want to let people know there was no forgetting here, is any of the Dark Knight trilogy movies. Nope, we did not forget. <laughs> Honestly, I remember the summer the Dark Knight came out, and mm-hmm. I, yes, Heath Ledger's amazing, and it's the best. The second one's the best of the three. It was when we lived in Tanglehood. Right, and it's good, but I did think Iron Man was, I won't say better, because I understand the Dark Knight's like probably a better, like, cinemagraphically but i liked iron man better i went and watched both mm-hmm. like within a couple weeks of each other and it was like i just enjoyed iron man more because it was out of nowhere it was like no one expected iron man to be that enjoyable right yeah. and it was fun and you were like hell yeah this is a fun movie and then dark knight's all depressing and shit and you knew heath ledger died and i don't know i just i just thought it was over i thought that whole trilogy was overrated I think Batman Begins is slow and boring, and I think The yeah. Dark Knight Rises is just full of plot holes and dumb shit. So I'm just not a big fan of those, even though I understand most people. That's their number one. Uh, but just not for me. Yeah, so an honorable mention I do have on here um, is going to be Sky High. Um, oh, yeah? Disney Channel movie? <laughs> exactly. Fuck yeah. And it's purely because of the amount of times that I watched Oh, yeah, it. for sure. Um, with uh, Kurt Russell being the dad of you know the stereotypical super strong guy. Yeah. Um, the wife that could fly, and then their son, who they didn't think had any powers. And at the end, he has both. Um, yep. You're like, oh, yeah, he saves, literally saves the entire school. Yeah, he's a late um, bloomer. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah, no. Um, I, I did want to ask, because when I was looking up superhero movies, one I always seen pop up was The Crow. Yeah. I'm familiar with I've never watched it. I know of it. Apparently, it's a cult classic. People love it. Joseph Gordon-Levitt has been trying to get it remade for years. Yep. Because um, the last one that they thought was with Jason Momoa. Yeah. Now that, yeah, they're talking about him as well. And he said, sorry, guys, I can't commit to this. Because he put a whole thing on Twitter about it. He's like, I, I can't commit. I'm sorry. You need someone who, who's ready to do this. And I'm just not. Right. And uh, apparently there's uh, some legend behind the movie. I haven't looked into it. Like maybe the guy died afterwards of plating. Um, there's something about it that makes it more hyped up than maybe it would be otherwise but i don't really know a lot about it so i could be wrong yeah um the only thing else i have on my list here is watchmen i know people that actually Mm -hmm. read the graphic novel the watchmen they're not as big of fans of the movie because i guess they changed some stuff right yeah but for me i've never read the graphic novel and i thought the movie was awesome thought it was real cool but just not cool enough to be on my Top for sure. Um, last one that I, I did want to bring up to you is, what do you think of Guardians of the Galaxy? I did. I've watched them recently. I didn't watch them, you know, when they first came out. I watched both of them back to back. I think the first one's better than the second. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just really enjoy Chris Pratt because of and Parks that's, and Rec. Because he's I, Andy. Exactly. And that's why I wanted to watch it so bad. But when I watched it, I was just like, okay, that's good. Right. It's like, well, he's Andy, and that's funny. Um, yeah. And maybe that's that's what... Maybe if I've never seen that, right, it wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't stick with me like that. Um, but all right, that was our top five list. And then something, not, we don't have to like keep to any promises or anything. We might try to have do a couple more top five lists, put them in the bank yeah. for me to play in the future. We'll see what happens. I know you're in for town sure. for like another week. Yeah, for about a week or so, and then I'll be uh, officially moved. All right, man. Well, good luck with all that. Appreciate and, uh, it.
see how it all goes. All right. Peace, guys. All right. That's all we have this week. So that's the end of episode one. Thanks for listening. At the end of the episodes, I'm going to play some beats that I've been making. This one sounds nothing like a rap beat, but it's been stuck in my head ever since I made it. So I hope people like it. Peace. <laughs> Bop, 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 bop,